no escaping. Black people suffer, victimized by the oppressive, harsh realities of the hood. I guess even though we were free, we were still slaves in the mind. Nothing. It was kind of tough. <laughs> Caught up in the hood without a without a positive male role model to look up to. Never forget, man. But they don't know. You don't show. You just don't care about being a minister South Central while they drink their juice in the hood. That's what it's all about, Dragon. The fuck is he talking about? Internet, you are tuned in to the Combat Jack Show. Salutes. All you cats out there on this, you know, Wednesday night, wintry, wintry Wednesday night in New York City. Salutes, Numenati, and all of that. How y'all feel out there? How y'all feel out there? I got a message from our producer that, you know, we got to stick to the format. He was mad at us today that we didn't stick to the format. So I got to stick to format because I can't piss off my producer, right? So, you know, first and foremost, I want to say uh, tonight's show is brought to you by Logan Zane. Fine makers of luxury leather goods and amazing uh, beads, jewelry pieces. 
Logan Zane. Check out Logan Zane, LoganZane.com. Everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll get some pieces for everybody, Pete. I'll get some yep, pieces. That's for what I'm looking for. So, uh, that's a nice one on your wrist over there, Combat. Okay, that's, so, that's a Logan Zane right there? This is a Logan Zane, but they really make some amazing like leather like backpacks and shit like that. LoganZane.com. Nice, nice. Something to carry uh, equipment into the yeah, combat jet show? Equipment, some shit, anything. Book bags, like, you know, <laughs> satchels. You mean something I could carry my laptop in? You a Logan like, Zane you laptop? Look, yeah, but you look like when you're not carrying a backpack, you might be carrying a satchel. He could carry a satchel. You carry satchel? <laughs> Actually, when I was in college, I was well known for carrying a satchel. Okay. I cannot lie. Man purse? No, nah, it was a big dope leather bag okay. given to me by so, my father. So, so, so let me let me stay uh, let me let me stay on on script and introduce the people in the room. As if you didn't, if this is your first time listening to the Combat Jack Show, I'm your host Combat Jack, and I have a very 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 tight crew with me. First and foremost, I want to introduce Super Producer A King. What's up, A King? How are you doing today? That's amazing. <laughs> you deserve it. Well, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's Combat Jack show. It's Thursday. Whoa. Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday. I like that. I like October, that. Ja- I like that jacket you're wearing, man. This is yeah. yeah it's, that, a, that, it's a nice jacket. This is the jacket you're wearing in July. Yes. <laughs> that, that is the inside. This of the is the Sherwin. jacket he was wearing in July. That is the inside therm- thermal of the shirt. It's appropriate for tonight. That's correct. It's a First very nice all, jacket, young man. Thank you. Um, Premium Pete, how are you yes. doing, sir? Oh man, it's another Wednesday, another Combat Jack show. Yeah. I mean, we got a great one in store, and, uh, you know, weather's changing up and down. I'm trying to I feel changing. a little under the weather. Yeah, you feel under the weather? Yeah. Then? Because you know what it is? Like, one night it's like 52, and then, like, the next day it's 78. So, like, you, you feel, like, feverish? Or, like, a little feverish, yeah. yeah. I mean, not I'm, like what happened with you. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I don't, you, want, to talk about well I don't want to talk about that on the air. Yeah. What's up, Matt Raz? How are you doing, my man? Uh, I'm well. I'm sitting between two people who are apparently really sick right now, but you okay. know, I'm, I'm good. Good. Excellent. 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 DJ Ben Hameen, please don't stare.com. Yes, sir. How are you? Doing all right. You want to give out any shout outs? Yeah, real quick. Just to really to start off the show while it still is, <laughs> I want to say a happy birthday to my sister because it's her, it's her birthday today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, to ben, Money, ben Juju Hameen's Woman sister. on Twitter. You know. Nice. Nice. That's happy a, birthday. That's, Love that's you. That's beautiful, man. And uh, Jerome, what's going on? Super intern. Jerome. What's going on, y'all? Chill. What's happening, man? How, how they treat you over at The Rock? They treat me all right over yeah, there. Yeah, thanks for... Jerome just came in bearing gifts, you know, the J. Cole album. Congratulations, you know what I'm saying? Rock yeah. Nation. He Number sold 217,000 units this week, right? Yeah. Did you think that would happen then? Um, I actually called like 200,000 myself. Okay. What? Yeah, seriously. Did you have like an office pool going on? Nah, nah. We didn't have an office pool. But no we, office pool? We all had like our predictions. Some people say 300,000 wasn't going that high. Okay. But 200,000 just about. And that was, excellent, excellent, that was excellent, excellent. Well, okay, let me get back to format right now because the producer's looking at me kind of crazy and sideways. You know what I'm saying? What's up, C's? What's good? You know, C, Lil C's is one of our guests tonight. Yeah. Walked in looking all buffed up. Everything is hard body. Was you good, C's? Yeah, yeah. We're going to take care of you in a second, man. Thanks for coming through. I sent, I sent Ben Hameen your music and the whole nine. I'm glad you made it on time. We're going to have a good night tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, you know, first and foremost, man, I mean, I don't want to infringe on your news section, Matt Raz, but, you know, Steve Jobs, what the fuck, B? Steve Jobs. What the Rest fuck, man? You know, um, I felt a little sad when I heard about that. It's so abrupt, and I, I know that he's been battling pancreatic cancer for several years now. But, you know, remember I told you all a couple of weeks ago that I got the very brand new, like, um, Blackberry with the touch and the whole nine? 
I finally decided tonight, even before I heard the news of um, Steve Jobs, that I'm gonna switch to Apple, man. You got the iPhone today, man. Today. Excellent. I'm gonna I'm I'm switch to Apple, man. I'm gonna switch to Apple because you know I got the new BlackBerry and I like it. You know, it's the touchscreen and the whole nine, but the shit be freezing a little bit. Not like like the the other janky Blackberries, but it be freezing a little bit, man. And and I was on my son's iPad today and the shit was just just wiz- wizardry, b. <laughs> felt like a wizard, like a technological wizard, man. So, you know, Steve Jobs changed the world. He changed the industry, changed so many different industries, man. R.I.P. Um, to Steve Jobs. You know, I mean, he def- basically changed the world. I mean, he's, he's you know, Internet's number one, right? But, uh, yeah, but I mean, like I was telling A. King on the, the way here, I was like, that just shows you that the best, you know, the best wealth is your health. Yeah, your because, best wealth is your health. All you know, that money, man. I mean, because think about it, you know, I mean, this guy um, could have bought whatever he wanted right. except his life. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you know, the best health as well. Yo, there's a great book out there called um, Outliers. It came out a couple of years ago. It was a New York Times bestseller by Malcolm Gladwell. And he talks about people who become extraordinary. And one of the subjects that he studied in depth in that book was um, Steve Jobs. Um, I suggest if you guys want to, you know, educate your mind and, and, you know, think outside the confines of your world, man, definitely go out and pick up Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And the reason why I think about it is because, like I said, man, he really, really went in depth with regard to um, Steve Jobs. Um, what's up next? Oh, um, my son, my 14-year-old son. Remember I told you he went away to camp? Young.com. Um, huh? Young.com, yeah. Yeah. Remember he went away to camp? That's and, right. You know, he introduced... Me and my wife to his white girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And my that. wife was like, "What?" Yeah. Well, you know, school started, and he got himself a new chick. What? He got a new girl. What kind of chick? She's bad, B. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't. I hope I'm not crossing the line yeah, right yeah. now. I mean, I mean, I don't want to cross the line. I don't want to cross the line. You what know is what she? I'm saying? What is she? She's a new chi- a new girl in the school. New, new. She's. I think she's biracial. She's okay. black and white. Okay. She's bad, B. She's bad. Like, I'm so proud of my son right now. And I, I, like I said, man, I really got to walk the line because I don't want to, like, you know, him to think that I'm, you know, sweating his chick or, <laughs> you know, pedo type style or none of that. Uh, but I'm, I'm just happy, man. Like, seriously, y'all, when y'all get to that age, man, and, and you have kids, man, and you see your kids doing the right things, or at least the things that remind you of the shit that you did or wish you did when you was coming up, man, it's a good feeling, man. Rap kids need rap fathers, and I'm so Absolutely. glad. So, so, like, he wanted to introduce us. Like, my wife was like, I want to meet her. I was like, I don't want to meet her. Like, I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Because, I, I, you know, I feel I'd be admiring her. Yeah, I mean, you but know? did you tell him that she was bad? I told him subtly, like, yeah, I yeah. gave him a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife wants yeah, to get all approval. in the business yeah. and manipulate and control the situation. I don't want to meet her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, and shake her hand and be all soft and like, how you doing, Mr. Osei? And I just hug. You know what I'm saying? Let me me change the subject anyway, but shout out to my son, Young.com, man. He came up. He came up this season, man. He definitely came up, man. If if Young.com gets that Dominican, that, that, woo, you know, he's going to be gone to November. Yeah, man. You know what? I mean, he's in private school. He's meeting a certain class of people, man. I don't know, man. The Dominican, I don't, I don't know if he's ready for that, B. Mm-hmm. He's, he, I don't think he will be ready for that, man. Because, I mean, he's never had a fight in his life. I'm not yeah. saying he's I mean, soft. he's still young, but He's, he's still, still young, but I don't know, man. I don't know if he should go the Dominican route. No shouts, no shouts to the Dominicans. Y'all know I love y'all, but 
Y'all a different type. I'm a fungo. Y'all a different type of a fungo, B. What happened with your um the the iPad? I mean, is he cool with it now? Yeah, he let me he let me manipulate the iPad. That's that's when I decided tonight I'm switching back to Apple. Okay, he let me rock with it. Yeah, he let me rock with it, man. And and also the battery life. I'm gonna tell y'all if y'all thinking about getting this new BlackBerry, man, the battery life, man, that shit that shit lasts like about six hours, man. Yeah. And that's not hot. Not in today's society, man. We nah. live in an information age, man. If you want to be able to move and, and so how's your how, that's that's I they're coming out with the with the um four yeah, the iPhone four, five. Four they nah, come nah, out with the five, man, right? The four S and honestly, I talked to them today about it. There's no yo, if you like a, a dope camera and right. like H D shit, get that. Who's your carrier though? Verizon. See I'm T Mobile though, I'm stuck, man. Yeah, I'm stuck. I don't know. You can get you can get it. Um you just gotta get See, is that some real like bootleg shit? B? I don't want to do no ghetto shit. No, I don't want nothing ghetto with my phone. B. Almost all the um the cell phone carriers are gonna have micro cards, and on top of that, you could get it cut. You could get your your SIM card right now cut, and then just put. But that's some ghetto shit to cut your SIM card, B. That's some ghetto shit to take a scissor to your. You take a scissor to your SIM card, right? He on some Canal Street shit. So if can I walk? I know how to save. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Can I can I go into a T-Mobile and say? You can tell them to give you a new card. And can I tell them? Listen, I want an iPad. I mean, I I mean, um, iPhone. You can get an iPhone and just say, I got an iPhone. Well, can I go in there and say, what what kind of iPhone? Will they give me suggestions for iPhones if I walk into a T-Mobile? The new four, but they have the 3GS. T-Mobile. T-Mobile, yes. They'll have access to the iPhone. Everybody got access to that. But there's no iPhones in the store. I'm not too sure. There's no iPhones in the store, but they have it, access to it. Okay. It, it, they, I mean, listen. doing a um, uh, uh, prepaid plan with them. Pre that's some other ghetto shit, dude. Yo, my dude, I'm just Ronaldo, trying to give you why, why are you coming here with all this options. ghetto shit? Listen, hey, listen, man, listen, my listen, name listen. Is download, okay? Listen, listen. Ronaldo, I want I want to stay on I want to stay on script because you know I don't want to piss off producer um A King. You know, um I'm real nervous, B. I'm, I've been feeling really nervous these past couple of weeks, man, because the shit that's going on on Breaking Bad is ridiculous. That shit is, that show right now is so stressful in a good way. Matt, you've been watching Breaking Bad, right? If you're not watching it, you. If you're not watching it right now, go right kill now. yourself. Yeah. Kill your yeah. family and yourself. No, not and, you. the fa yeah. and the Dominican family on the block. Seriously, if you're not watching Breaking Bad right now, there's something inherently wrong with your genes. Right now, Bean. I'm not talking about the ones you wear. That show is so crack right now. So crack. Now, I don't want to talk about any spoilers, not knowing what's going to happen, but I think somebody major has to die this week, man. I, um, do, you, I mean, do you think a star of the show could die? I mean, you know, there's that Tyrus cat who's been around. But Tyrus is not really a major cat. And he's got a fucked up name for a black no, dude. No one really gives a fuck about Tyrus, though. And that's a fucked up name. Why is his name Tyrus. Anybody know a nigga named Tyrus? <laughs> I mean, just call him motherfucker Tyrone. Give him a fucking black. What the fuck is Tyrus, B? It's kind, well, of, kind of futuristic. It is kind of futuristic, but nah, he's. I'm, they got to. I think they got to kill Jesse B. I think they got to kill Je Hank. Is too nah, easy. They you're, can't. You're, they can't. Nah, they can't kill Jesse. Why? You, if they was gully, they would be. This is some hard body shit we watching right now. What up, C's? They still got one more season though. They got one more season. You don't think they could carry a season without Jesse? Nah. You don't think that shit would be super dark, B? Anyway, listen. Yep. Listen, Internet, if you have a chance, man, if you have a chance and if you have the time, please catch up to, like, season four of Breaking Bad. This shit is the best show 
on TV. We got to wrap up this segment. We got to sign the super producer A King saying we got to wrap up the oh, segment. You know what that sign reminds we gotta, me of? We got to go to the music break. We're not doing our news. We can't do the news, right? We got to go to a music break. All right. Wait, no, no. Seriously, you got you got music break. All right, all right. This is this is the better, tighter Combat Jack show. Pause. Tuned into the Combat Jack Show, www.pncradio.fm. Music break and all that. F your radio. Illuminati Internet One. Good Lord, what was that, man? Is that niggas in Paris? That was, that was liquor. That sounded like some niggas in Paris right there. What was the hell was that, B? What was that, AK? That was um. That was Diddy, man. That was that was one of your Illuminati friends, right that, there. That, that was that was that whole situation. That was that? Diddy in a, at, at Club um, Compound in in ATL, the the BET after party. And he was you know pissed off because what was what what caused this incident, man? Apparently, uh, somebody uh, in radio personality Kenny Burns camp was uh, holding you know Ciroc. I'm sorry. Great Goose. Great Goose. And at the time, you know, Diddy was, he's one of the hosts, him and T.I. was hosting, and he was like, uh, Ciroc Boys is in the building. So it was mandatory to drink, mandatory to throw up your bottles or whatever, and they put up the Great Goose, and he said, get that shit out of here. Oh, word? And then, did did it get physical? Almost got physical? Nah, it was straight. Just cornering, yeah. Was it? Was I mean, so was, was it he, fun? Or uh, Diddy was flexing like he, you know, he wanted it to like, happen. Fuck, fuck you gonna He's do? Like, fuck you! I smack the shit out of you. Really? Like he even said, "You light skin bitch." This really you know, he went all in, over. Great Goose versus Ciroc. All over, and, and so, so that's the new shit. Niggas but, gonna but, be fighting over the liquor that they drink. Yo, I ride with Grey Goose, though. But, but I, 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 shout I, I, I do, no, for real, for real, for real. I do Grey fuck Goose. with Grey Goose, B. You fuck with Apple Goose? Apple no, Goose I fuck with, Goose? no, 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 no. Grey Goose, man. Grey Goose is a superior vodka, man. But also, I would hate to get shouted out and right. cussed at. And was drinks thrown? Did anybody uh, do some basketball wife shit? I heard it was some kind of drinks thrown on people's faces and shit. Allegedly. I would hate for that shit to happen. Drinking some Grey Goose, B. T.I. intervened. Yo, Puff. Puff, my nigga, what's up, B? I hear you, man. You know, ride for your brand and the whole nine. But you, you seriously, B, you really can't be mad at somebody drinking some great goose. That's B. what T.I. said. T.I. was like, um, he introduced. Puff, Puff, Puff. Ciroc is cool, man. Get your money, B. Like, for real. Did they come out with that Ciroc peach and all, all types of ghetto flavors and shit? Nah, he, you, man, get your <laughs> money, B. Right now. They you got three <laughs> flavors, son. Coco Losa and all that shit. Get your money, B. Get your money. I'm not mad at you, Bebo. Why are you mad at somebody drinking gay, Grey Goose, oh. <laughs> Grey Goose. I didn't yeah, yeah. Whatever. Gay Goose, nigga. Whatever. Why are you mad at gay somebody goose. drinking Grey Goose, Puff? Let a nigga, let that nigga breathe, B. Like, for real, B. And I hope if you see me in the club drinking, because I'm going to be drinking Grey Goose, B. Don't, don't, don't do that, bro. Well, that was Come the on. argument, T.I. was like, you know. T.I. was like, I drink. He well, said, yo, dude paid for that drink. So Rock ain't paying him. Yeah, but I think, like, I think, I think T.I. I think T.I. just was trying to calm it down. I mean, listen, yeah. he just came well, home. I mean, T.I. Like, he just came home. I mean, listen, you know, go. he don't need no headache. He don't need Here the place go. to go up in a. No, no. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's not a place to go. But, but like I was just telling C's, like the crazy shit is that like, yo, when Puff was like, you know, talk, like when you hear him or you watch the video, like he was on some like, 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 like he was like veins are coming out of his neck. Like he, he goes talking, a motherfucker. Like, he was, he yeah. goes a motherfucker, Puff. But don't, don't do it for Ciroc, B. Don't do it for Ciroc, man. Let's not, 
Start no gang wars over alcohol, B. I'm riding with I'm the Grey Goose boys. That's a Grey Goose Grey set. Goose gang. So Triple G, nigga. <laughs> Triple G, what up, fool? <laughs> Yo, anyway, man, we're going to do the news tonight. We're going to go straight and introduce the guests. What are we doing, man, producer? What are we doing, man? You, I you, think we could you, got, you got the cue cards and everything. Hold up a cue card. Let us know what we're going to do. Man. I think I think the guests should have a little uh, intervening of a small segment of news. Okay, all right. Absolutely. So, well... Uh, you ready for the? Matt, ready, Matt you have your, oh, your, got the music. We need that Rodell Hard joint. Hey guys, we're trying to keep it together. We're trying to keep it organized. And now, the news with Matt Raz. Me hear that one more time, man. I, I love that, man. And now the news with Matt Raz. What's up, Matt? Internets. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, <laughs> man? I'm good. Okay. So. First thing up, we got these uh, Occupy Wall Street protests. Uh, Occupy still, Wall Street. Still going on. Right. Uh, not much clarification still as to what their ultimate demands may be. But we have the the unions are joining them in their protests. Really? Yeah. We have uh, transit workers, I believe, the, the all the bus drivers right now. Unanimous. Unanimous. What, what, about the, what about the NBA players uh, union? <laughs> so the unions are involved with this shit right now. They are. That's big, B. Like you can't. Like the unions don't play, B. Nope. They bur- they, they 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 bury bodies. B. Uh, they uh, march uh, tonight. They march tonight. Wow. They got occupy LA now. Occupy LA right now. Yeah. Yo, some shit is going down. They, they they got it everywhere. They had it. Apparently, Louisville, Kentucky, even had 150 people. Which I mean, yo, Louisville. Has anybody gone to any of these um occupy joints? No, I want to go down there tomorrow. Though. Uh, yeah. so, wait. It's starting to get serious now. You. Nah, go do that, man. Do that. Do that, man. I mean, there's, there's, man, free you know what? there's free pizza. You know what? Listen, man. I don't really know yeah, what the fuck is going on, but I do know that, man, there's a shift that needs to happen, man. I'm not really going to get any, you know, super political yet. We got Jasiri X in the house. We'll leave that to him. But I do know, B, like, you know, as a father of four and, you know, with the mortgage and the tuition. Something ain't right, B. Something shit shit give, is man. crazy, man. Something got to give, man. And everybody still believes one way or another in the American dream. But mm. that, that dream is becoming a nightmare, B. Like, people have done everything that they could do. A lot of people have done what they could do to subscribe to that dream. And shit ain't right, man. So, you know, I definitely understand people being upset mm-hmm. and, you know, having an unorganized organization. But, I mean... I. It's amazing how this shit is 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 really rolling into like a, a major like a like the snowball effect, man. R- right. If if nothing else, I mean, movements will fracture off of, of this protest. So. Right. All right. Well, what else is going on, Matt? Uh, speaking, of living the dream. Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. I, th- she's yep. free, right? Yo, she I was free. I was in the gym on um, Sunday, B, and I was watching CNN, man, and they had that poor white girl up there, man, looking so tears, innocent and angelic. And then they they flipped the camera to her pops. They were like, well, you know, tell us about your ordeal, sir. And Mr. Knox was going through this shit. And I started crying because that shit looked so painful, B, what she was going through. And then they started talking to her friends. And it was like this whole piece about, like, Amanda Knox, B. And I was like, wow, that white girl is innocent. Then they flipped it to, to Dr. Conrad Muhammad. And they're like, that nigga going to cook. He's going to cook, B. Like, it's amazing what the media does with the cameras, man. And I'm not saying, you know what, man? You know, peace to the, to the Knox family. I don't know if she's guilty or not, but it's just amazing how the media really paints the villains and the heroes, man. So clearly. Yes, can yes, you can. Yeah. Let me, to go back to the um, the protests, yeah. you hear with um, presidential, Republican presidential uh, candidate 
Henry Kane um, said about the protest, the New York protesters. No, no um, he made comments. a comment when he he said, uh, "Don't be mad that you know uh, that there's rich people. Be mad at your failure that you failed." Well, that's awesome. That's and awesome, he he, B. Yeah, he gets a sense of anti-capitalism more than anything out of this. Uh, that's awesome because protest. with statements like that, man, it only makes it only makes this thing more of a reality. He also, he also said that it's a cover-up. Um, for the failures of the Obama administration. Ah, oh, so they're gonna so, so they're gonna so tie Obama into this Occupy yes. Wall Street thing. It's amazing, man. Yo, I don't know internet. Seriously, 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 man. This may or may not be your thing, but we live in an information age. I'm not telling you to get book smart or anything, but just pay attention to what's going on, man. This shit is really interesting, and it, 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 trust when I say it affects all of us. Me. What else is going on, Matt? You're doing a great yeah, job, yeah. man. Thank you. We had a uh, killer cantaloupe update. We have uh, 18 people have officially died from the cantaloupe. Cantaloupes. Yep. Tainted with listeria. It is what is listeria, man? Uh, <laughs> Yo, I had some fucking cantaloupes this morning, B. This shit was juicy, too. So, so wait, you're, you're still... Pause, pause, B. I thought you were going to die. You see my face. I got this whole rash on the side of my face, but... Can't, I'm, I'm, you know, I got to lose weight, man. I'm eating fruit. Caesar's in the building, right? Caesar, you got to eat fruit, right? Yeah. You eat cantaloupe? I don't think I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, so, so, how many deaths right now? Uh, it's only 18. 18. We have over 100 people have have uh, fallen sick though. Do they have rashes on the side of their face? I think you're the only only one with a rash right now. Well, I'm, don't don't put me in that group though. <laughs> I don't say I'm the only one out of that. I'm, I hope I don't have that. Li- what is it? Listeria? Listerine? Yeah. Well, well, the good news is <laughs> listerine. Listeria. Most of the melons are now out of the food supply. Okay, good. But like we said last week. Could take up to two weeks to really before, clean out the whole you. food chain of, right. of, of these uh, poison cantaloupe. Don't eat cantaloupes, y'all. And then what else, man? Uh, we got a, a married nurse in. Uh, I don't. I don't know what what um what state this is, but I'm just gonna guess Florida. Right. But we we have a married nurse who's accused of statutory rape, who sent a note to a 13 year old. Inside of a uh, breakfast burrito uh-huh. That was apparently his favorite uh, <laughs> Wait, so she was sexing him? She was actually sexing him? Right. Or she, was just she's sexing- a, she already ha- has an issue for apparently I mean, she has legal legal troubles from- And she's giving him special burritos Right, she, she gave him know- another girl, 15 year old girl the, the burrito with the note Did he know Did he know to unwrap the burrito To find the note? Well, no, he might not have even seen the note That's some. Sleep. I mean, that was a kite She sent a kite she to sent him. a kite in the burrito, right? <laughs> yeah I- was you know what kind of burrito that was, B? What kind of burrito? I'm asking you. What, no. I went to San Loco yesterday, B, and I had a catfish. Oh. I went to the one in Williamsburg, B. That shit had the catfish, B. Yeah, that's cat. Yo, while while you're in town, man, go to San Loco. Go to San Loco and have the catfish burrito, B. That shit is the bomb, B. So she's so she's sexing a 13 year old. Yep. So what? what yo, seriously, man, what's up with all of these uh, cases of all these female teachers? Sexing these male students because that shit didn't. I mean, I don't remember that shit happening. I say I that all the time. Up. I mean, I mean this you had sex with a, with your teacher back in the day. Nah, you had I any teacher? What's that? You? I was on the road at fourteen. All right, okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. Azadi, you ever had sex with a? With nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. Absolutely not. I mean, that shit is kind of. We, we, we missed out. I mean, listen. I mean, from a male perspective, that shit is kind of. We hot, missed B. out. Social studies. Yeah. We should have been in there. They hit you with the studies, B. <laughs> nah, this woman was crazy looking, though. She's like. She wasn't 30, hot. 37 years old, got the meth face, you know. So, she was, so she was definitely. Yeah. So she, in this instance, she was definitely taking, <laughs> taking advantage of a minor. Absolutely. God damn it. 
Gotcha. And, and, I mean, and I mean, the kid told his parents. Oh, he, so he, he was he felt touched and tampered with. Who's right. snitching on these kids, though? Well, he's snitching they, on they, himself. No, they're, they're dry snitching. Dry snitching. Yeah. Dry yeah. snitching. Some, place, some, <laughs> some teacher. Nah, but you know what? If she was haggard looking, being and, and tampering with his junk, be. I mean, he might have been. He might have been feeling a little. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like nightmares. Facebook, you know what Facebook I'm is the new dry snitch. Yeah, you know? man, Facebook. Anyway, man. Anyway, so. So, Matt, man, thanks for the news, man. Let's get that little news, news segment music again. Um, Benjamin, that shit is beautiful. Thanks for coming up with that. Oh, that's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, listen, Internet, we have a lot of guests in the house today, man. A lot of guests. This next young man is hailing from, from the West Coast. Yes, sir. West Coast, unsigned hype, but definitely has a lot of shit going on on the Internet. I listened to one of your songs earlier today, man, Spiderwebs, and it's a great song. I like that. Thank you, sir. Um, I want to introduce to the Combat Jack show Azad Wright. Is it Azad or Azad? It's Azad Wright. Azad Wright. Yeah. I got it right. Definitely. Well, welcome to the Combat Jack show, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No, no applause, man. I got to kick this. That's what I mean, man, with the multitasking. Anyway, Azad, man. He said, I can't yell at Yeah. Internet, I got a memo today. We got an inter-office memo saying that I can't scream at him for multitasking. So I'm sorry for screaming at you for multitasking. Azad, what's going on, man? I'm just in town. Uh, I had a show at Woodstock Film Festival. One of my songs is um, in this documentary. It actually won Best Short Doc. And now we're going to go to Berlin. Um, hopefully, the the short doc will make it to the Oscars. What's the name of the doc, man? It's called Poetry of Resilience. Okay. And what, what is it about, man? Um, my it sounds father, heavy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real heavy. It's about um, it's basically about poets that have gotten either exiled from their countries or, you know, one of the, man, one of the men in the movie was... Um, a poet from Rwanda, mm -hmm. and uh, he just spoke about the genocide. His entire family was wiped out, and I got a chance to meet with his wife, who um, he actually passed away last year, rest in peace. But his wife invited uh, me and my producer out to Sacramento to perform at um, the Rwanda exhibition they have going on down there. So it was a great experience, you know, to network and meet these people, these poets that were in this film that I was actually a part of as well. I was like 16 or 17 years old because my dad was in this film. Okay. That's how I got my song featured in it. Right. Um, my dad is a, a blind poet. He got exiled from Iran. Blind poet. Blind poet, right? Okay. And um, and he just, you know, he's been grinding for like the past thirty years. He's still very politically active, and um, yeah, it was just a great opportunity to meet people. Amazing, man. So you, so you were born and raised in California. Though. I was raised in uh, Venice and Santa Monica. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so how was it, man, growing up in the West Coast? Um, you have an Iranian. Is your is your mom? What's your mom? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm an Iranian American. Okay. Um, you have a, Iranian parents. How do you get involved in hip-hop, man? Um, when I was... I mean, I started off with music when I was young. I, I played piano for, like, you know, five, six years. And then I moved on to violin for four and this, years. And this is because of your parents, like, in, like giving you these instructions, like, making sure that you were well-rounded? I mean, yeah, my mom always stressed that, you know, music was a great way to vent. And I wasn't necessarily, like, you know, tall enough to play basketball at a high level right. or football, you know. But, um, yeah, I just... I resorted to music and... I started doing uh, spoken word. We have like these crazy spoken word spots in LA. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. Um, and I did like a, an international campaign for Adidas. So I got my foot in the door through spoken word. It wasn't initially hip hop. And then it just, you know, transitioned over. My and you like Adidas? Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what brand do you prefer, man? Adidas, Nike, Reebok, Jordan. Reebok. Jordan? You fuck yeah. with the Jordans? Uh, yeah, I grew you up know, on Jordan. I, I, I myself am partial to uh, Adidas, man. I, I do fuck with Adidas. Word up. No, they're dope. But anyway, so anyway, you get your you get your your, your shot, your yeah. first shot as a poet, spoken word. 
Definitely. And uh, I, I just started off going, you know, 14, 15 years old doing these open mics. And it uh, started off as poetry, led into hip hop. I copped that, uh, that Dre 2001 joint, um, the Marshall Mathers LP. I went back, you know, did my research, got Reasonable Doubt, Illmatic. And then um, I, so I didn't you have. just fell into it. Yeah, it just it happened by chance, you know. Now, I just, now, as a poet, what were you talking about? What were some of the issues that you were speaking about, man? What um, you, that you were passionate about? My mom was, uh, you know, she was traveling to make money. She was a contractor, so she would be like in Montana, the state Montana, while I was in at home, and she would be working and making money while my dad was, um, you know, writing and, and going to UCLA to get his PhD. So, like, it was for me, it was more so like the family issues I had back in Iran. Like, my cousins, two of my cousins died on a motorcycle accident. My other cousin burned herself in front of her husband's house. Why? How? Why'd she burn herself? Uh, the politics in Iran are, are very uh, biased towards men. And um, she just didn't get the respect she deserved from her from her husband, uh, and she was like a drug addict. She had a lot of things going on, but you know that, that that was one of the reasons and everything like that. Now, so that's crazy, man. So you, you definitely got a lot to speak about. Yeah. Um, when did you realize that you could rap, man? Uh, fourteen. Yeah. I started off. I watched that, that eight mile flick. Um, sounds kind of corny or whatever. Nah, but. that eight mile flick will amp anybody up into thinking they could rap me. Yeah. Like for real. For real, no. rabbit. When rabbit, get, when rabbit, yo, when he gets flipped on the hood, yeah. all you want to say is, "I want to rap." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, 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 basically, in a sense, man, uh, Eminem inspired you, man. I, I didn't say Eminem inspired me. I said right. that I said that I saw that and and it inspired me to get on stage. I'll right. tell you that much. But I was like the the dude that, that would rap uh, sometimes in school. But I, w- I would keep it to myself. And when I saw that, I was like, Yo, I could do this. Okay. You know, so I, we started battling in school, and you know, it, it was crazy because it was like the blacks versus browns. At, at, there was like these crazy riots at my school, and most of the friends I grew up with are African American. So I like all my boys are you know in, in, in having problems with these Latinos, and so like I was battle rapping them, and then at, at the end of the school like there would be fights and crazy shit like it, it was nuts growing okay, up now in, my, in my producers give me some hand signs that we got to go to break and, and stick to form right huh? go to, to music break yeah but let me ask no, you man you all of these things are going on in your high school man right what's the race that you don't want to fuck with like what's the race that will kick your ass like what's what's is it the, is it the latinos is it the um yo man I, i'm cool with everybody no, but I'm saying, like, who had the worst reputation? Who had the worst reputation? Well, right. the, the Latinos back home, would they, they were notorious for jumping people, like, three, four on one. Right. So um, that's one of the reasons, like, I ended up getting expelled from my high school, but that's a different story. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to get more of your story. For Internet, sure. you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, www.pncradio.fm, F your radio. May I help you, sir? for order of ribs? Uh, $2.50. $2.50? How many ribs do I get with that? Uh, about five. Five? So I guess that's about 50 cents a rib, huh? Yeah, about. Okay, let me get one. Right on. One order. One order of ribs. No, 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 no. One rib. One rib. I sure am hungry. Make that one rib to go. One rib? One rib. What else? You got any soda? One dollar. Oh, come on now. Look out for a brother, man. Come on. Hey, take this. Why don't you let me get a sip for 15 cents? My cups cost more than 15 cents. 
All right, fuck the cook. Pour it in my hand for a dime. Look, you greasy-headed Jerry Curl win. Pay me and get the hell out of my store. You got change for a hundred? Look, we're going to need an orthopedic surgeon to remove my foot from your ass. Hammer, hammer. No, brother, don't do it. You know the customer is always king. Hammer! Hey. That's right, Numenati, Numenati, you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, <laughs> www.pncradio.fm. We're sitting here with Azad Wright. We're going over his background and, and you know, his music and the whole nine. And I, I wanted to ask you, man, you, you, you know, you're Iranian, you're Iranian-American. Have you ever been to Iran? Oh, uh, no, I have not. Um, my father was exiled. Actually, both my parents were exiled, but... No, I haven't been back, so, um, yeah. that's. So that's, you've never been? I've never been. I've never been back. Right. None of that. That's yeah. crazy, man. Do you, do you ever want to go to? Oh, of course. Um, I hear about it from my cousins and my mom all the time, you know, how, how beautiful of a country it is. And um, obviously, you know, my, that's my heritage, and I'd love to just be able to, you know, dig for my roots. Yo, Ben Hamid, what's, is, that, is some chips good, B? You're digging into that bag. That's just tasty, man. Right? Why do you got all the bags? You got all the bags, and you're right in, you're in, you're in Azad's ear, B. He's talking about his family being exiled from Iran. And you got your big-ass hands. Yo, 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 combat. Show some respect, B, man. Combat. Yeah. Ben Hameen is the new... The new Captain Snacks. Snacks. Captain Snacks, man. So, Captain Snacks. Did you ever read uh, Persepolis? Persepolis. Uh, I did when I was very young, and um, about the um, about the story of a young lady that grew up in Iran right at the outset of the Iranian Revolution. Is that right? Exactly. Right. Um, so, my parents, both my parents, actually fled the country. They they first went to, I think it was France or Turkey right. first, and then went to France. And then they came to L.A. And this is like, we're talking about, you know, the early 80s. So my parents have been there in, in L.A. for, you know, the past 30 years almost. And in that period of time, my dad has never went back to Iran. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're an 80s baby. Yeah, 88. Okay, now let me ask you, man. Um, are you are you Muslim? I'm actually an atheist. Both my parents are atheists. But my grandparents and um, further back are Muslim. Yes. Right. Now, now. Do you feel in your music, man, that you are repping Iranians? Of course. You, you carry that flag? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, I wear it proudly, but it's not like something I, I go around shooting in people's faces. Like, um, I think that I'm an artist first and foremost, and I represent myself and, and the things that I believe in. And that comes with me. That's my culture. So, you know, when you look at me, you might not see Iranian. A lot of people will, like, clown me because I'm some white boy from, from Venice. But it's like, yo, I can I can out-rap you. So. Cats think you're white. Yeah, they think I'm white. Right. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? It doesn't bother me. I, in the beginning, it did. I'm like, right. yo, you know, this guy, the you know, Bobby Azad over at Azad Watches on 47th uh, had a problem with, you know, a high-level A&R calling me a white kid. Uh. And he was like, yo, he texted him back. He's like, nah, he's Persian. Fuck that. And um, or Iranian or whatever. I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't think I don't think race means anything, yo. We're in an industry where people are trying to break down boundaries, and that's yeah. what I'm about. And I noticed I read an interview uh, that that you had recently where you said you definitely wanted to break the stereotype of rappers being all black. Like you wanted to definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think ten years ago this wasn't a possibility. Right. I, w I wouldn't be sitting in this chair talking to you. I think you're right, man, because I think 
Um, I've been noticing a lot of different rappers from a lot of different persuasions recently. Not just black and white, but, you know. And and actually, I have come across, you know, like some rappers that are Middle Eastern. Are you familiar with um, Locksmith? I'm not familiar Locks, with Locksmith. Locksmith is from the Bay Area, and okay. he's, you know, he actually did his deal a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what country, but he's Middle Eastern, and then, of course, Das Racist is, you know, definitely. I've been know, following them. Uh, their their talented lyricists, and obviously, you know, the the way they're they're getting out there is kind of interesting as far as like branding. Right. <laughs> now, branding at, sorry. At, at this stage of your career, man, are you getting groupies, man? You get, get, is Azad right getting the group? My friends say that I am. They say, like, you have 12,000 followers on Twitter. You, you got 12,000 followers these on Twitter. These are hoes. I'm like, nah, they're not hoes. Yo, dog, I, my shows are like, there's like 200, 300 people. Like, and you make good, like, you make good, happy music. Be like, I, I watch the video, B. I see the white girls in the video, man. Yeah, it's, it's, man. it's all love right Yeah, I, I love the white girls. Wait till you see this next joint. It's called The Fire. We got, like, there's, like, you know, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of hooking up with these, these little model white bitches. Okay, well, tell, yeah. t- tell, 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 tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this project that you that you're about to drop. Man. Okay, it's called The Time Is Right. Um, it's going to drop on Dat Piff on November first. You can already hear, you know, a copy of it if you just search. You know, just look for it. Um, we got. I don't like working with like big name features because they're not my friends. I like working with my friends, you know, people that I really fuck with. Um, and I like writing a lot of my hooks, and people have trouble, you know, letting down that guard and, and letting other people write for them. So I, I co-produce the majority of my records with um, Jonathan Marquez and Professor right. O. And uh, yeah, I got my friends back home who are dope. You know, who, I got I got homies that are signed and unsigned that are that are equally as talented. And I'm trying to give them, you know, an avenue to shine. Now, I think you're fucking up a little bit, though, man. I'm gonna tell you why. Why? Persian women are crazy, B. Like they're beautiful. <laughs> like you, like for real. I went to um, Belgium, B, and I saw some Belgian. I mean, some Persian women, man, and they were crazy. Like, like, like beautiful. Like you don't even see that type of beauty nah, in the I feel U.S., that. man. Like you know. Like just 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 remember that man. You might want to no. drop a record, man, for for, for the Iranians. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I dated I agree, it. I agree, combat. I mean, you listen, agree, right? Listen, I have. Come on, I have nah, been in the city. Don't, don't fall for the white girls, B. Come on, man. Yo, you know what I love about Come on, come on. I love them, man. Yo, combat. You know what? You know what I love about Persian women? Listen, I've been, I remember going out to clubs for years, man. I mean, listen, you see your regular girls all day. You see the same hood rat in the club. When you see a Persian girl in the club, man, some exotic <laughs> shit. She's wearing some kind of like outfit with chains hanging around it and shit. Her eyebrows are done different. <laughs> you said chains, you know? right? Yeah. Listen, man, one of your videos, man, do that for me, man. For sure. Dude, if you don't do it for you, do it for me, man. Throw some Persians in there, man. No, I, I dated a, a half British, half Iranian girl for like a year. Okay. Yeah. So. So, so you know what I'm talking no, about. No, that's the first one, and, and that won't be the last. Okay. Well, listen, man. How long are you in town? Uh, until Monday. Okay. Well, and this comes out when again? This comes out November first. November first. Um, whenever you're in town, man, give us a call. Come on the Combat Jack Show. Zod Wright and and Internet's. Uh, uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a little cipher, but you know, just stay tuned. You know, I got something for you. For the time is right. right. We, we're definitely gonna have a, we're definitely gonna have a cipher, man. But, but de- definitely right. check out his um his project. The time is right. Where can, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Azad Right. Same with the the Facebook fan page. It's facebook.com slash Azad Right, and the website is www.azadright.com. Thanks a lot for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Persian woman, holla at him. Yes, holla at him. Set this man straight. Set him straight. Come on, man. set him straight, man. Internet's internet's is a, it's a packed house tonight. It's a packed house. Come, I mean, I think Brooklyn's in the house. We I got mean, Brooklyn yeah. in the house. Right yeah, now. We baby, got Brooklyn yeah. in the house. And internet's. I'm not gonna keep it. Keep you guys waiting. We got my man Lil C's in the house. What's up, Lil C's? I've been trying to get you on a. 
on the show for a while, man. I live, man. How you been, man? Chilling, chilling. You looking brawler, B. Yeah. You know, eating them cantaloupes and the whole nine, B. No cantaloupes, no cantaloupes. You know, you got, you got the lowest grills on. What's up, man. my dude, man? Chilling, chilling, How's man. life treating you, man? Life is good. Couldn't be no better. Yeah, what you working on, man? Other than a hard body. Tell us about this hard body thing, man. It's my movement. Yeah? My movement. Your movement. My thing, yeah. yeah tell us about that, man. Like, uh, how'd you get into the whole fitness thing, man? Health. Health, and uh, that's just something that comes with age when you just start caring about your body a lot more. And uh, I went to the doctor one day, and um, because I got bronchitis, you know, I used to have asthma when I was, when I was young, but you know, as you get older, they turn into bronchitis because right. I, you know, I was smoking. So you used to have asthma attacks? Um, nah, 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 I didn't have it, but anytime I used to smoke, or well, I'd be around like you know, certain people's houses where they got cats and. It's a lot of like, you know, stuff like that. Irritates in the air. It irritates me, and yeah. I, I start coughing like every two seconds. And when I went to the doctor that day, that's when they told me that I weighed too much for my size. I was two forty-five, and you know they start talking. And how tall that, are you, man? I'm five-four. Damn. And they start well, what talking. What were you eating, man? Everything that that you could put on the you plate. Like ice cream, man. Yeah, ben, ben and Jerry's. I used to go or? buy birthday cakes for no birthdays. Oh, word. <laughs> just yeah, just steaks and a whole nine. Steaks, McDonald's, but steak is not bad. Steak is not bad by itself. You know now, yeah, you know now. So, know. so what were you eating, like specifically? Man? I was just eating everything, fast food a lot. You know what I mean? Just that was just from being on the road. Quarter waters, too. quarter waters, Arizona iced tea, Arizona yeah, iced tea. You know what I'm <laughs> Yo, you ever drink that four loco B? Nah. <laughs> Saint, I test that. Saint odds. Saint odds. Saint odds. Crazy yeah, horse. Yeah, I test that a few times. Okay. All right. So, so my you, younger days. Right. So you and, and you eating all this shit, and you think you, you're not thinking about it. Nah, because you know it don't it don't it, it, it don't seem like it take no effect on you. So one day you go see a doctor, and they start putting tubes and taking your your, your blood, and, and they start letting you know like yo, certain things just not healthy for you. Right. You can you can attract diabetes. You can attract you know, high blood pressure and have a heart attack. Once I start hearing things like that, you know it was you know my life was in my own my own hands at that point. That's crazy, man. And I was like, you know what? I got to just try to do something. And I had to just challenge my time because I wasn't doing much. Then I was going now, had, through. A had lot. you worked out before, man? Yeah, I used to work out back and forth all the time. Right. Even when Big was around, he he bought a pull up bar here, put in the room. Big used to do pull ups. Not at all. But you know he bought that. <laughs> He bought, he, bought, he bought that for the entourage, you know what I mean? Of course, he would never touch it. But, you know, D-Rock and C-Gutter, these right. people that was going back and forth to jail. So they used to come home with the pull-up workout and, you know, all that. So he put that in the house. So I used to always work out back and forth. But, like, around 06, 03, that's around the time where I didn't touch weights or, or work out for years. And that's right. when I really know that that it took effect. And now I, you, I got my biggest. You mentioned some shit about going through some stressful period at the time. Yeah. What was you, what were we going through, man? Just with, with just everything, just the whole the, the industry situation, you know what I mean, and uh, the drama, the court cases, the the fights, the shootings. Y'all had a lot of drama, man. Like yeah. y'all definitely had a lot of drama. Every man. the other day we was in something. Man, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with you, man, because you, <laughs> you've had your hands or you've been a part of so much history. Yeah. For such a long time, in terms of from you know from like you know twenty years ago to where we are right now, man, and. Definitely a pivotal, pivotal part of this this music thing, man. You know, I'm sure people ask you this all the time, and I don't want to ask the same questions, but I'm curious myself, man. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the first time you met B.I.G., man. Ah, uh, first time I met Big? I mean, I was about, what, six? Mm. Six years old? When I used to be walking to school. And, and how old was he, man? Big was about, what, that time, about 13? Okay. Because Big is only about six years older than right. me. 
And uh, when I used to go to school, he used to always be sitting out there on the block, you know, doing this one-two thing, hustling, whatever. And he had tossed me a little dollar, two dollars on my way to school. And, uh, and you thought he was cool, like, you know, that's... He was cool, always... Like a big brother type? Yeah, right. yeah. You know, and all the, all the dudes that used to sit around the corner, you know, because we, you know, I used to live on St. James, and then once you walk around on Fulton Street, it was a whole different ball game. You, it was hot. You on the block. It was yeah, hot. You know what I'm saying? There's a the lot of stuff going hot. on. But all the dudes that was out there hustling, doing anything, that's how they treated all the young guys. Right. The youngest they, they, they took a liking to, they would always toss you a couple of dollars here. Oh, or they'd make you go to the store for them and grab them something, you know what I mean? And Big was that person, but, you know, we was out there early. 11, 12 years old. I was on that block doing the same well, shit. Tell, tell me about your parents, man. Where were your parents, man, at the time? Um, Well, my, my parents were split up. Okay. You know what I mean? But, you know, my moms and my pops, they were still cool, but they wasn't living together. Right. And my moms, I'm a mama's boy. My mama, you know, she, she what, helped you, me What your moms do, man? Uh, my moms? Yeah. She didn't do nothing. Okay. And what I can remember, my moms ain't, I never seen my moms work a job, but she had four, she had four sisters and brothers. Right. And, you know, my, 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 my sisters and brothers held everything now. You know, because I was always uh, the mama's boy. I didn't want my mom to do nothing. Right. I didn't want my mom to go out there uh, holding no poles or going out there doing no work. I felt like, you know, when you get to a certain age, you don't put enough work in already. And you got of all course. these kids. The kids is here to take care of you. And, li and life especially is hard. When you got an and army life, life is hard, especially back then on St. James. Yeah, yeah. You know how it was back yeah. then. So it was hard. You know, my mom's, you know, I didn't grow up with no, no, no spoon in my mouth. It was a struggle like everybody else's. We had to scramble. My mom did everything she did to take care of the household. That so, came first. So you were day from you were there from day one, man. How did y'all get pulled into this music shit, man? Big. Everything was big. I I never dreamed about being a rapper. What you what you dream about being, man? When you were growing up, I wanted to play basketball. Right. Come on, B. I really did. I played ball. Come I played. I played in St. Peter. But well, you five four, son, and I'm not. I'm not even dissing you. But you. But I was nice. Nice. Spud Webb was, was big nice. at that I time. Get busy. Spud and Webb I, is getting busy. How tall was Spud Webb? Though? A five seven. Five, five seven. seven. Yeah. But I mean, so if you were serious. Yeah, I played in St. Peter Clavis. I was in a PAL, Jackie Robinson. PAL, I played in the Kenny yeah. Anderson tournament in oh, Left Rack. So cats knew who you were. Yeah, I was playing. I was okay. busy. You know what I mean? I, I played a few times. And I played, I, I was I was more likened to football, though. But, right. You know, I was in, you know, it was a lot so more you're basketball athletic. You, you was definitely athletic. Yeah, yeah. I was in the park all the time. Right. Baseball, football, you know, because I was, I was always, you know, you know, in that area you grew up in, you know, all the little youngers around you, me, Nino, who's here right now from Junior Mafia. That's our thing we used to do. We used to come from school, we go to the park and play ball. Okay. We go to the park and play baseball. So, so you got these athletic dreams and you're hearing Big Spit? Yeah. And it was just a round the way thing at first. It was, it was, it was, it was definitely no house like, parties. This, this, clubs. This, there's no way he's getting, because at the time we're talking about like what, Father MC. Hammer, we, we talking about who's who's hot right uh, now. Around man. that time, that's when you had NWA, NWA, you know, uh, LL with the Mama said knock you right. out. Mm -hmm. You had the niggas for life. You had the uh, brand new Beans album, Step to the Rear. And Big was always a big cat. Music head, Chub Rock. No, but I'm saying, but he was always a big cat. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, you just mentioned Chub Rock, and you know, you had Heavy D, but Big niggas wasn't really getting on. Nah, nah and right you know, no, you know, you know, no disrespect to the dead, but Big was not necessarily a handsome cat. Either, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at, least yeah. heavy, at least heavy was light skin. He had he the wavy hair. So, so this is not even possible. Nah. Now, is Big even thinking it's possible? Not at all. Right. It was just a, it was a hobby thing for right. him. I mean, he didn't tell us to like maybe we didn't know he rapped to like two years later. Right. Because it's something he just never did. It was like to the point where you're sitting out there, one person come up and go, "Yo, Big, you still rapping?" We all going, "Huh? Word? Still rap? Right." We didn't even know he did rap. So, so he meets. So you know, the, we we all know the story. You know, Mr. C, Puff, Maddie C, the whole nine. He gets on, and then how does the shit start changing? Be like, how does your life start changing? Be? It was a it was a 
I mean, it was a and you're at, at this 24 time, hour how, flip. How old are you right now? At that at time? that time, I was about 12. 12 years old when Big really starts popping. Yeah. Ready to time die. Did the, this is not. When he really started, I mean, even before Ready to Die, he was right. popping with just the, the, the collaborations right. with the Dolly My Baby, the right, joint right, with right, Supercat. Right, right, right. The uh, Party Puff's, and Puff's first rap the Man soundtrack. Right. Yeah, The Real Love with Mary. Um, he did a bunch of niggas on Heavy D albums. So you're 12 at this time. Yeah, I'm about yeah, I was around and 20 years old. You see the limos and you see the Andre Harrells and the excess and the money and like all of them used to put on the block. Thinking at 12 years old, B. Oh, I think I was too young to even understand. We was just we didn't really trip. Did you about understand it. some shit was different? Not at all. <laughs> you thought this was just we, you know because you you grew up from that era to where you know celebrities didn't where we come from celebrities didn't mean nothing right else. you know what I'm saying it was like oh son here don't give a fuck you know what I mean because that's the mentality that 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 the hustlers taught us right. like yo we don't we ain't dick ride them niggas and the, and the celebrities I mean, you were the celebrity yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying yeah those are niggas that was coming through getting money so it was, it was all like all right if they ain't trying to do nothing with us that it it don't mean nothing right. but when we see them coming for big. That's when it was like, okay, maybe this, maybe this shit is serious. Now, you know? when these cats come in, man, and they're these celebrities, and you know, you, you sense that some of these motherfuckers is a little funny or fake. Did y'all feel protective of Big? Yeah, yeah. Big knew what he was doing. Right. One thing about Big, he 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 was real sharp and he was real smart and he was real like, he was real cautious about how he depicted the situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there was people that was approaching him before Diddy did. You know what I'm saying? But. It was something, you know, Diddy, of course, at that time had Jodeci, yeah. had Mary. Mary. He was he was doing the shit with Heavy, you know what I mean? Everything just looked more convincing. That Puff was the only one that really pulled up on the block. All right. You see, you see like, my you man's son, we got two more minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> commercial break. Um, quickly, man, first impressions of when you first met Puff? Uh, he was cool. He was cool. You know what I mean? He was he was he was he was he was ready to go hard for Big, and that's one thing you see from the gate. For him to pull up on St. James looking for Big, Big wasn't even here. Big was out of town hustling in North right. Carolina when he came. We came and told him when Big came back. We told Big like, "Yo, Puff was just down here. Big ain't believe us." Right. And that's when I knew it was real. You know what I mean? He pulled up on the block like the average Joe, like yo, I'm looking for Big. But still, no 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 thoughts yet on you becoming a rapper. Nah, that wasn't even in the picture. Not but what, but what what was your thoughts in the sense of like? Did you feel like you were gonna get put on? You know what I mean? Like meaning, like, like who was big gonna bring in his like entourage with him? Like, you know, like what was your thoughts in that sense? I mean, it, when when Big did that, it, we didn't think about no entourage. You know what I'm saying? Because back then it wasn't it wasn't that wasn't guaranteed. Oh, as soon as Big get on, he gonna put a bunch of people. You're on. Not even thinking that, that ever wasn't even really yeah. built like that right. yet. The way rappers was getting on, putting other people on. I felt like I was on already because Big was on. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how Big made you feel when he was around. you. It wasn't just Big, you know what I'm saying? Whenever Big did something, that's how Junior Mafia came about. When we used to hear Big on records, he go Junior Mafia. We used to always be like, yo, one day I had to ask him, like, yo, who, who, who the fuck is Junior Mafia? Mafia? Well, listen, man. Y'all, motherfucker. Listen, listen. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's go to a music break, and when we come yeah. back, man, let's talk about the genesis of um, Junior Mafia, man. Show, Internet, show. you're tuned into the combat. Nee Brown, what up? Show Radio Internet. You look so tough now, little nigga. <laughs> hate you, black bastards. You stink. Hate your black skin. Hate your black pants. I hate black pepper. I hate black keys on the piano. I hate my gums, cause they black. I hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. 
hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> and most of all, I hate that black-ass Wesley Snipes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's fix that reverb. Let's fix that reverb. Yeah, y'all tune into the Combat Jack Show, www.pnc.radio.fm. And we're sitting here with the homie Lil C's. Shout. Lil C's, you still go by Lil C's or is it C's right now, man? I'm about to change it. No, man. you change it? Hard Body Leo. Hard Body Leo? Yeah, I gotta take a little. I ain't little. You no gonna more. make that left? You gonna make that left detour, man? Yeah. But you know, Lil C's, that's a. That's the name, man. You know, you know, whatever you start with, you got to keep that. That's the yeah, root. You, you, That's the root. You got, a, you got a nice brand, B. You got a nice brand. People know you around the world as Lil C's, man. You oh, can't. Don't go most deaf on him, B. Nah, nah. What's nah, most deaf's new name? That. What's his new name? He got to change his name. He changed his name to some shit like Quali. It's not like Ron Artest. Ron Artest changed his name all the time. Don't don't do the most deaf. I gotta keep that, man. Big made that Lil C's name. Big man. So 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 big is doing his thing. Um, you watching this thing go down, man. And Junior Mafia, like, how does that happen? Man? Well, when you know, when we found out that he was uh, Junior Mafia, he's always shouting on the records was us. He was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put y'all, I'm gonna put a project together for y'all. And uh, it was me, Nino, uh, my boy Chico, and uh, my boy Capone, and my boy Bugsy. This all the little guys he used to always be with. This is like the so original. Kim wasn't in the picture yet. Oh, nah, nah, Kim wasn't in the picture yet. But Kim was always around. She, right. Kim used to go to school with my youngest sister. They, they went to uh, junior high school, high school together. And um, once he was found out what he wanted to do, it was just us five at first. And then my homeboy, uh, one of the big homeboys named Un, understand it? Yeah. He was the dude that was in the street getting money. And he had uh, he had Trife and Lawson. Mm. These um, they lived around the corner from us on Cambridge. We so you was cool with them. You was cool yeah, with them. Yeah, we all we all went to school with them too. Right. But we never knew they really rapped like that. Right. We never knew that. But you wasn't really that. rapping like that. I wasn't rapping. Right. None of us was really rapping. So this whole idea that Big had this was something that Big was gonna do, whether we was writing or not. It was right. Big playing like you know what? If I get popping and I get on, I'm writing an album for my for my little homies. So this was already big plan. We just kind of just sit there and just. But let me ask you though, man. Like, even if big, I mean, even if somebody as 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 as, as amazing as big is writing your rhymes, it's still not easy to rhyme if you don't rhyme. Yeah, you had to you had to learn it. You know right. what I mean? It just, it just so like so. Tell us about you learning how to rap, man. I mean, I always knew how to. I always, I always knew how to do it because we listen to music. You know what I mean? Like that's something he already knew. Just like right. sitting on the block with the radio and we were citing lyrics and. And, 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 and singing music and shit like that. So he, you know, probably in his brain, he was already probably sitting there going, okay, he could probably recite some shit. He could recite something. Once we've been around it and seen him in the studio doing the records and being around that industry, it's like you kind of just, you'll get used to it and you'll, you'll, you'll figure out what you really can do. And I guess I just showed that I I, I wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Because I did shows with him. Right. You know, in the beginning when he was just doing them little spots. You used the hype man and the whole nine. And bullshit. I used to go on the road with him right. and, and, and rock with him. And now you're 14 on the road. Yeah. And and it's still the shit is still normal to you, right? Yeah. God, I mean, that was different because I was, you know, you performing there. You know so what, I mean? what type of groupie does a 14-year-old get be? Like what the fuck is this? Sure, groupie. You had so you was with sure the girl. love. Yeah, I was getting them old ladies, man. I mean, I'm in the club with. Right. I'm in the club with 18, you, 19. You couldn't get a wristband. You wasn't getting a wristband. wristband. No. But, but you was getting the chicks. I could drink. Yeah, I was drinking, <laughs> smoking, walking right in the club. 
I used to walk around in the MPV. That's how sure that was, bro. That's crazy, B. And I never got questioned in any club by walking. I was 15 years old walking in the tunnel. Now, I could imagine Big is taking all his people with him because yeah. he spread love. That was his motto. The Brooklyn way. Was cats kind of hating on y'all? Like, why you got to bring them here? Why you got to bring them there, Big? Nah. Nah, they can't come. No, nobody was hating. Nah, because you know. Puff ain't never hate on y'all. Like, what? Well, you got to bring him here. I mean, you know, when, you know, Big was, you know, Big was something he wanted. Right. So, you know, you got to, you know, boy, this comes with Big. This right. comes with the package. And you just got to deal with it. But we wasn't no foul, disrespectful dudes. You know what I mean? Because we respected Big. If Big said, yo, listen, fall back, I'm working with that. We, whether we like them or not, we're going to deal with it because Big is the boss. If Big stay fall back, we chilling. Now, Internet, did y'all hear that, man? A lot of niggas don't understand that, man. A lot of niggas don't understand that when your people is on a movement and they're doing something, they're creating something that is beneficial to the crew, you don't fuck that movement yeah. up. You, you put your ego it. aside. You know what I'm saying? And, and you listen to the cast that's really creating that movement. Nope. You don't, like, you don't know this, but you don't shine in the club, B. Like, you don't pull out like Shine did, because yeah. that shit don't make no sense, B. You know, we, 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 we was following Big, man, no matter how we felt about right. anything else. If Big say, yo, that's cool, well, it's cool. Right. That's it. You know, we used to call PYP, play your position. That's it. You see, these young cats got to learn that, man. They, a lot of cats Follow ain't playing. Follow protocol. Especially a lot of cats ain't playing their position. Especially season. if that's the bread. When it, right. you know, big is the reason all this was possible. So we following his suit. Everything he's been doing been going right so far. So he he built that reputation of being that boss, and we go treat him like he the boss. Tell me about the first time you met Tupac, man. Uh, First time I met Pac, he came on Fulton Street. Mm. This because uh, Big met him in D.C. I, I forgot. I think it was at the Howard. Uh, Howard Homecoming, Homecoming right? Yeah. And a big came back was like, y'all was kicking him a pop. It's a real cool motherfucker. He was like, you're the craziest shit. That nigga was singing the whole party and bullshit word for word. Now, how was you feeling about Pac, man? I mean, shit, he was the shit back then. Right. You know, this the nigga that was just in juice. Some nigga keep your head up. You know, we was all fucking with Pac because he was, he was, he was spitting that shit. You know what I mean? So when Big was like, y'all, I connected with something like I that. I co-signed him, homie. so like, yeah, you so y'all I mean? embraced him. And Pac, I would imagine, embraced y'all too. Of course. I mean, just when he pulled up on Fulton Street, back in the days, he wasn't seeing like rappers Dude, come out nah, in your Fulton, neighborhood. Fulton Street you know was saying? a ghost like, town, B. And to see him pull up there and just actually like, I'm sitting out going there. This nigga's sitting on the block where niggas is really hustling. And it was real natural really for him. going down there. He just sitting out there and not just out there, but he's talking to people, kicking it. Snacking people five, went down to the pizza shop in the basement, playing dice. Playing pool, just like a real like, damn. Like, so you would say, man, I would, I would, I would ask you, man, you would say that Pac, I guess one of one of the good things about him, man, was that he adapted to any, you know, to any environment oh, that he yeah. was in. That that shit he talked about, that was that shit he he lived. You could tell, you know what I'm saying? And he was just coming up there to, to pick up big, right? So we can go perform at the Ritz, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and he told all of us to come out. They was like, come on, y'all, we rolling. So everybody. Everybody stuffed all their work under the gates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuffed under the gates that's already closed. And we all hopped in the vehicles and went out there. And was on stage while he was rocking. That's and crazy. came out and performed. And that's when I was like, damn, this nigga just like big. He a real motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, especially knowing that he's from the West. And then he came sitting right there, dead on Fulton Street. Just really kicking it. You know, when you say nigga came around your way, you know the shit that goes on around yeah, of your course. way. So you're like, damn, this nigga really in the mix. He's like, posted. He's, yeah, he's not, shooting he's around not, He's not front. A couple of hours ago, he's right. sitting right here just chilling. That just, that make you build a lot of respect for somebody. And you could tell he wasn't out there trying to be down. You could just tell that was just, that's just him. He's right. just like one of us. You know what I'm saying? So y'all y'all do the album, man. Y'all do Junior Mafia. Yeah. And y'all got hits. And 
hits and you know the homie Clark like we y'all got hits. Shout out to Clark Kent, yeah. And 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 Kim all overnight becomes a superstar, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was it was something new. Right. You know, you wasn't seeing a lot of groups back in the days that had females in it. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of something new. You know, this one girl that's talking this real gangster tough shit uh, in a room full of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Big built all that character right. for all of us. You know now, was saying? it by design also that in the group, the two cats that really show that really shined were Kim and you? Was that by design or was it just? Nah, it was just something that just happened. I think we just was we was just on uh, the right records. Right. Because I mean, if you listen to the whole Junior Mafia album, I was only on two records. Right. But I knew more than any member of the Mafia because I had the experience from being on the road with Big. So I was more like just the, the coach of the group. You know what I mean? Saying when Big ain't there, it's like you'll see go out with them. You, you know so you was I'm really going. the capo, like the lieutenant. Yeah, I did it before. Right. I, was, I did the promo run with Big. I did the album run with Big. The Big Mac. You did the Big Mac I did shit? the Big Mac tour. We did, Big we Mac did four, was crazy. We, we did four weeks in Cali. We did four weeks in L.A. Then we did the other four weeks in uh, San Francisco in the Bay. Was you at that show at Howard University Homecoming with um Big Red and Meth in the Stamp Union joint? When they uh when the uh when everybody knocked down the doors, yeah, I was there. That I, mean, was... I was too little. I was just you know Big used to always tell me to hold on, hold on to the back of his shirt. That's so so things are moving now. You know, we did crazy spots like that. Things are moving, and now the industry is looking at Junior Mafia. The industry is looking at Little C's and Little Kim. Yeah. And contracts are coming, and y'all are signed through Undius and the whole nine. Yeah. So now you have your own career. Tell me about that, man. I mean, shit, when I sign my contract. Like, were you like, were you like, like, seriously, like, now you, you, you have a record contract, and you had no intentions of becoming a rapper. What the fuck is going on through your head? Be like, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling, I'm pulling this man. shit off? Like, or, or, or you still, Faith in where Big is taking you. It was it was more in that front because right. none of it wouldn't have been possible without right. Big. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, Big made that happen. Big made that possible. I never I never wrote a rhyme back in the days. You know, Flair's anthem, Crush on You. None of that was my work. You know what I'm saying? That's, that was all Bi creation because it was this plan he had in his head of this situation he wanted. Right. And I'm I'm applaud you, man, because most cats, man, don't really admit if something is not their work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is entertainment. You right. know what I'm saying? And then why would I why would I be ashamed that I have the best in the world right in my right. eyes? So I know guaranteed hundred percent my shit is crap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm good. You know right. the niggas are telling me, yo, put that pay. Don't even try to write that. Chill out. So so let's let's fast forward. Your your record comes out. Yeah. Um and it was a great record, man. You know. Um we recently listed it as one of the most slept on albums, man. Yeah. How was how was the making of that album, man? Uh, the Wonderful World. Yeah, Wonderful oh, it was World. The best. You know what I mean? Because it was like a, it was a, it was a, it was a gift and a curse, you know. Because I was still dealing with the, that was like a year after a big pass. Mm -hmm. So you know, I was still depressed from that. But right. I was happy to 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 have my own situation, and and I get a chance to really show people all the stuff that Big taught me on my own. That's actually when I started writing rhymes. Mm -hmm. 
because I was like, who? I'm not gonna give my budget money to nobody to write my rhymes. Right. And nobody don't know. And you had already story. been educated. You've been fortunate enough to be educated enough yeah. to understand at least the basics of publishing. Yeah, yeah, of course. And Big knew. You see, it was different with Big. Big grew up with me. He watched me grow up. So certain things Big knew about that he can write, write for, write for me about. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's nobody else that can really write stuff about. And that's when I really took the heat and said, you know what? Let me really give it a try. I, I know everything about it. Just sitting around Diddy and, 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 and Big and see how they structure records. You know? And you were young enough to really soak that shit in. Hell man. yeah. You know how to, how to make the hooks and, you know, not just thinking about it, doing a song just for my homies on Fortnite. Not rap, no rapidly rap. Yeah, you got to think about a record that's going to go across the world. Yo, man. Honestly, man. Honestly, it's a sensitive issue, but mm -hmm. how'd you feel after, you know, when Big passed, man? And it just seemed like niggas ain't even wait till shit was cold before cats started claiming King of New York status, yeah. man. Like, how'd you feel about that per personally, man, really? Honestly, I mean, it was just talk to me. You right. know what I mean? Because nobody, you know, anybody their mama know they couldn't touch that man that was around at that time. I mean, he showed that. He, 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 he put us back where we needed to be at that time when Big came out. So anybody that was trying to claim that title after that was like, come on, you got to do it. He did. Right, you have to, yeah, yeah, exactly. So now I'm, I'm, that title. I'm not gonna front. I remember when I first heard Jay said, "If I'm not better than Big, I'm the closest one." I caught feelings towards that. Yeah, yeah. How you feel with Jay? And I know you got history with Jay, but how you feel with Jay said that, baby? Yeah, you know, that, really, C's? Come on, man. I mean, and I'm not trying to force anything, but I mean that's just that that that's just talk. Right. You know I mean, because I'm gonna always have my I'm gonna always have my tickets in my hand to know that big is the best. Right. And you know, no matter how people say it, you know what I'm saying? Nobody could fuck with Big and, and when Big was in his prime. Nobody. If they right. was, they would have been popping. Everybody was under Big Or everybody, everybody was trying to get under Big To find out that Or get Big out the way I was there to see that I right. watched the I watched the Nas and the, and the Jays come around Come on St. James And kick and go Yo, what, I, what is it? Yeah. How do I do this? Right. They used to tell me Gotta make, gotta make records can't just make records for Queensbridge. Can't just make records for Marcy. Yeah. You got to make records. Got to make records for Down Papa. South. Gotta I make... love it when you call me Big Papa. Those were, those were chatting records. Those were records that the, the world are here. He didn't make that record for niggas on St. James. He was on Fulton. That was... Those you know, were records. You know, the first time I saw Big perform, it was at a showcase. Um, and he performed with another new group, Outkast. And this is all, you know, it's under all the... Outcasts, yeah. Outcast, and they were the only rappers coming out of Atlanta at that now, time. Now, and I always thought at the time that, you know, Big is definitely a Brooklyn cat, and Brooklyn cats wasn't necessarily fucking with the South like that. But I remember when I saw Big perform with Outcast and I listened to Big's album, I kind of felt, was he in any way influenced by them, per se? Yeah, Big was... See, a lot of people don't understand. Big was a music head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like... And what I don't mean like just a fan of music, like he was one of those music heads. Like, you know, you know rappers, we listen to other rappers. Like, you know, when, when this shit is synced in your system, you, you, you breathe and you live this shit every day. None of us just didn't see that because right. Big would just hide it so much. But once it came out to the light, Big, we listened to everybody. We would go buy CDs and we listen to everybody's shit. It didn't matter where you was from, what, what city, what state, what town, what country. If the shit was dope and it caught your ear. We listening to it, right. and that's the thing that Big opened us, open our heads to. Like, yo, don't don't be just New York. Don't be here. Listen to everything. Whatever catch your ear, listen to it. Big didn't give a fuck. Be about open. Like, be open to all hard music. He right. listened to everything. Right. Far side. We was listening to everything. We brought the Looney's record to New York. I got five on mm. when we was on the promo run out there. 
because that's all they was playing in the that was, day. That was he brought that, that back to New York. That was a big, that was a big record too. You know what I'm saying? So Big was like a, he, he was a music head, so he was influenced by everything. We was listening to Scarface. We was listening to the Ghetto Boys. We was listening to all that shit in our time. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, you know, Big's always say, yo, brush your ears up. You know what I mean? You you gotta hear shit. You gotta know what the you gotta know what's popping here, what's popping there, what's rocking over there. You know, but we rocking in New York may not be popping in California. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? May not be rocking in Atlanta. Now, let's let's move, let's fast forward to today, mm-hmm. man. And I definitely want to get into your music yeah. and this whole hard body thing, man. But what do you feel about you know these these new rumors that are coming out, man? You know, this this cat from L.A. wrote this self published book, and it's making all these headlines about how you know. Puff allegedly put a hit out on Pac, and then Shug put allegedly put a retaliatory hit against Bay. How do you how do you feel about that, man? I mean, I'm just I, at this point, I'm just I'm just tired of all that. Right. It's like every every year, every couple of months, it's, it's somebody Some new, new shit. coming to the table with something new. It's to the point that where I just think it's all a it's all a plot just to keep you just to keep your mind fucked up, keep you in the dark. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's always something new, something new to pop up just to hide the truth. But I feel like you know what, truth gonna come out one day. But that shit just sound bogus, you know what I mean? Because I, 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 I dealt with this case for a while, even with Big Moms, and I never heard of that person, this, this cop. I never met him. You know, I heard about the Russell Poole cop before. You know, he right. was the one that was really working for Miss Wallace, you know, trying to uh, proceed with the case. And you know what I'm saying? And that's the only one I could kind of think of I knew that was really fighting for her. This dude that came out with this information, it, it just sounds weird, but who knows these days? You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes it takes know. time for people right. to really come out. You know right. what I mean? And... All these years, you've seen people start to come out and really talk about it. You know what I mean? Some people have bad relationships with other people, and now they're like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to come out and tell my truth now. So that's the only reason why I feel like something's going to come out with it. Every other day, I hear new shit about it, but I don't know where to point my fingers to, so I'm not going to jump in and believe everything I hear or see. It's like every year you hear something about Tupac case and Big case. It's just like, man, I'm just so tired of it now. I'm just like, you know what, man, just... I stay away from it. I yeah. didn't even click on that shit right. on none of the sites. I'm just like, I actually didn't, didn't. I mean, I heard it through osmosis, yeah, but yeah. I didn't even, even read the story, man. But you think you can live to see the day, man, where they're really going to unearth really what, you know, who was behind that shit, man? I doubt it. Yeah. You know, because you, 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 you seen them, you, you seen police work cases before for other people. Oh, they'll find, they'll you find, they'll, they'll find some shit. You know, when, <laughs> they'll when, definitely when, find some shit. When Bill Cosby... When that tragedy happened with, with him, the son. they found the kill in a matter of minutes. Right. You know, you see yeah. when they work for certain people, it, it gets done. Especially a high-profile situation like that, man. Come on, Big and Pop, you know, they they looking at these guys going, you know, this was they, they had this coming. Look at the stuff they rapped about. Look at the life they lived. Was, wasn't there some um, documents that was released by the FBI, I believe, a few months back um, that was, uh, well, now declassified? Yeah. Uh, I saw something on the, they, 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 they announced some files or something like that. I mean, yeah. I got a better question. I got a better question. Mm-hmm. How long would it take for you to get me and him in shape? <laughs> Seriously, that hard body, on y'all though. Nah, like if we went hard, like <laughs> if, if we went hard, yeah. If we went hard, man. If we went hard, I mean, it'd be a little bit more work with him. Ah, uh, come on, man. I'm, I mean, come on. I'm just saying. That I'm not. It's obvious. I mean, I guarantee I mean, you could get him in shape I, I quicker than me. You- it depends on me, though. It, it, it depends I'm, on him. If, if, if he really work at it. But, I like, give, give us, like, if we both six went months. Six months. Six months for him, and how much for me, man? About three months. Three months, okay. Three months of dedication, though. You, 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 you got to hit that dip ball. You got to no, hit I'm that. I'm not trying to shoot. No, I'm, no, I'm asking Are you trying to compete? To lose the I'm weight, not, I I'm will, not competing. Man. I'm just asking him. Yo, he's hard it's body winter, right it's now. It's winter motivation. Lil C's is hard. He's Mr. Hard Body. Pause. 
right? <laughs> He's the expert right now at hard body. You know what I'm saying? I'm soft body right now. And you're soft the body. <laughs> nah, it, it, three months to right. dedicate. Not forming the body. But you are younger than me. You are younger than me. Losing weight, you yeah. can. If you, if you do the right thing, you can, you, can lose, you can lose that weight in three or four months. If, oh, if, sure. if you do everything the right way and really like grind and the discipline. It, it, it's a lot, though. It's not. So, so you live in life right now with this whole physical thing, man. Every day. If I, 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 I got an attitude if I don't hit the gym. Right. And you're writing now too. You're writing new music, man. You're yeah. putting up new videos and all. That's what the workout do. The workout it just, it just don't it, it just don't nurture the body. Right. That's everything. Mind, body, and soul. It, it, it keeps you busy. Now you we, we spoke last week and, and you said something to me that that stuck with me and I definitely wanted to speak on it on air, man. But you you said something and I was really impressed. You said that you're at a point in your life, man, where you know you you. You see beyond where you were even like a year or two or five years ago, and you basically are cool with everybody right now. You have yeah. no beef with anybody. Yeah. Tell us about that, because that's a good place to be. Like, I feel, personally, I feel like I don't really have beef with anybody, and it's a good place where I don't have to walk around or, or watch what I say. Or Tell us about that, man. I mean, you know, it was, it was that, I'm too old for that shit. Right. And I'm not saying old as in I'm old. I'm only 33 years old. I'm still young. You know what I'm saying? I love 20. And you know, that, that shit just, it's not about nothing. And you know, before, when I, when I, when, the, that's what the workout did. The workout just clinched all that negative shit out of me. To where it's like, you know, nothing bothers me. Even when somebody say something, I could see them and just walk up to them and go, what's up? Not even mention what they said about me. Right, it's not the ego. What's up? How you doing? You all right? Right. Because that's when you really know if you have a problem with somebody. Somebody could say something on the record for you. It could be totally different tensions. It's just easy to get a buzz, to get on the internet, or to get on the radio. You know what I'm saying? But when you see them face-to-face, you go, yo, what's up? And they shake your hand. That's when you really know it's not a problem. Right. And that's, I just say, you know what? I'm going to play the bigger man. I don't want no problems because nobody's seen my problems. I've seen people die from dumb shit like that. Dumb shit. You Speaking know what I mean? And, and as you get older and mature, you start to think, and you go, you know what? One of us got to be that. And mm-hmm. I wanted to be that. And anybody I had problems with, once we came into a room together, I approached them and said, yo, what's up? I don't, you got a problem with me? No, I don't got no problem with you either. We cool? We cool and we shake hands and, and we go. Now I can sit in the room with people that I have problems with and we kick it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm more friends with, I'm probably good friends with a lot of people I have beef with than I am with some I was cool with. For a long time. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Nori is my homeboy. Mm. And we had a crazy situation with You know what I mean? Just gun, gunplay. It was going down, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this man could sit right now and right. drink and kick it and, and, and talk about But I think that's how it's supposed to be, B. Of course. If you, if you live through your battles, then why not? Sometimes break, crazy break. situations happen like that. Sometimes that, that bully or that kid you hated back in the days will turn around and be your best friend as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's yeah. a perfect segue. Um, DJ Chop, the DJ Kid Supreme, he asked on Twitter... He asked, how, how did it feel to chase Jim Jones and Cam out of their own park in your pre-Incredible Hope days? <laughs> Come on, See, man, now, so now, man, did you just so hear what the man said? Well, He's I on the positive was, path. Yeah, Drinking health pre- shakes. <laughs> doing the pull-up bars. Nah, about to release shit, a positive you know album. You know nah, about saving the babies. You had to answer that. The album about to be saving the babies. Did you see his video, man? Me and Jim Cool, too, though. The video's dope. Me and Jim no, Cool. I'm not talking about the hard... I'm talking no, about no, the music, video with yeah. the chicks and Everybody, all that. Yeah. None of that chasing people out the park no more. Yeah, shit is so 90s. Listen, internet, you tuned into the Combat Jack Show. www.pncradio.fm. We got more guests? We got more guests. We got more and more and more guests. Hopefully we're going to have a nice freestyle too, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. Definitely, definitely. Well, anyway, let's go to this music break. Yeah. There you go. Music Internet. Hey, okay, Ben Hameen. We're Got going to a music break. Ben Hameen. <laughs> Straight out of Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. Spin Straight that out shit. Of Dubai. You know your man right here spent a year like Yo, since it's the championship round? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, since, since it's the championship round, each of these rappers get a minute and a half. Let's go to music break, all right? Blood clot. Yo, yo, yo. We good, we good, we good. Internet, you're tuned in to the Combat Jack Show, www.pncradio.fm. We got a lot of guests tonight. We got a lot of guests tonight, and I'm really happy to welcome to the show. Uh, this young man has been doing a lot of things, man, and I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm really inspired by the work that he's doing because it's very rare in this day, day and age, man. But, you know, I definitely want to welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Jasiri X, man. What's going on, Jasiri? Oh, man, just happy to be here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming in, man. You reached out to me today on Twitter, man, and I was like, hell yeah. Come on, so we also got Par- Paradise the Architect. What's going on, sir? Hey, everything good. How you, bro? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. Jasiri, man. Yes, what's, what's going on, man? Man, I mean, you know, New York is where it's popping at. You know what I mean? We it's went, we went down to Occupy Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? And um, that was thirty thousand people down there today. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, it was, it was a it was a powerful scene, man. You know what I'm saying? To see really, you know, people really taking their destiny in their own hands and basically saying, you know, we're not going to be exploited, and basically that they were willing to go as far as to sleep outside for as long as it takes, man, to get some to get some economic justice, man. And so. It was a powerful scene, man. Um, not only to see them, but to really see a lot of black and brown people down there as well, man. You know, representing for the hood. So, yeah. What's your story, man? Like, like, what what drives you to do what you're doing, man? Be- and and the reason why I say that, man, is because, um, like I mentioned when I was introducing you, man, you don't really hear a lot of artists, particularly in our genre. Yeah. You know. Um, Really talking about the things that really affect people on a daily basis, true, on a serious true. level, man. True. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm somebody, I'm an activist, man, really at heart. You know, I was somebody who was a full-time activist that really um, felt like, you know, I was told that, like, you know, conscious hip-hop wouldn't sell so much that I just quit rapping. You know, I thought, like, wasn't no place for me, let me go ahead and be an activist. In fact, when I met Paradise from X-Clan... We didn't meet on no music, you know what I mean? We met in Pittsburgh, you know, um, starting an organization called One Hood to help stop, you know, black on black violence in our community. And um, I just happened to see a situation um, in Gina, Louisiana with the Gina Six. And just on a humbug, I wrote a song about it, you know, called Free the Gina Six, sent it to allhiphop.com. They put it out. Next thing you know, Michael Bays and shows calling me. Next thing you know, I'm in Gina. You know, I'm going all over the country. The song is, like, played all over the country. But it showed me where this was when MySpace was popping. You know, right, I put it on my right, MySpace page. Right. Uh, but I got so many messages of people saying, like, man, we need more music um, that has a, has a meaning to it. And this is not from, like, you know, people 65 and up. This was for 16, 17-year-old, man, people, like, really motivated, inspired by it. And so it got me to make more songs. You know what I'm saying? Then Sean Bell, the verdict comes back, mm. not guilty on Sean Bell. And, like, people start hitting me up, like, you got to do a song about this. Because you did, did the Gina 6 song, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, for a minute, you know, I thought, of, I, like, I didn't want to be the tragedy rapper. Like, whenever something bad happened to the community, they called call, you know call, 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 call me. Called your Siri. Right. Then I come in. And, but what was happening was, as I was doing these songs, I did the, you know, the Sean Bell song um, called Enough's Enough. 
I end up, you know, um, getting a call from somebody from BT to go do Rap City. And, you know what I'm saying, I go do a show in New York. And I'm seeing, like, people were really feeling um, and connecting with the type of music that I was doing. And so from, from there on, we just kept making more and more music, man. And whenever we really saw, you know, things that were relevant that's happening in the community that we feel like, you know, hip-hop maybe needs informed about, we became almost like hip-hop journalists, rappers, you know. And um, as we began, you know, hitting YouTube with the videos, we started to get a worldwide audience to the point, man, where I end up signing um, to a label out of Vancouver, Canada called Wandering Works, man. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going up there next week, man, my first two shows in Canada um, and shooting videos with the label. And, you know what I'm saying, really, I guess, you know, brainstorming on how we're going to put this album Ascension out, you know, as well as when we're going to put this Occupy Wall Street joint out. Right, exactly. Well, let me ask you, man, you said that before you really started going in this direction full-time as a rapper, you were an activist. What exactly were you doing, man? Um, Well, basically, man, a couple things. Number one, you know what I'm saying, like, I had to tell people straight up, like, my ex isn't a stage name, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm in the Nation of Islam, um, and I'm Minister Farrakhan's representative in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know what I'm saying? So I'm in the community, you know what I'm saying, really um, trying to, you know, educate our people and give them knowledge itself. And what we did was we went to the Millions More Movement, went to some of these movements. Um, we, we started working with Harry Belafonte, um, you know, an elder activist, you know what I'm saying, um, with an organization called The Gathering for Justice. So we really just started making stuff move in our community. Uh, we started going at the police in Pittsburgh. Police pulled a gun on a seven-year-old girl and said it was going to blow a brains out so we start you know doing activism around that and so really just you know working in our community to help you know educate and stop the violence in our community but also making sure that you know our people are respected and got the rights that they deserve you know right now i noticed i'm looking at some of the older pictures man and i guess when you were an activist you had the suit and the, the mustache yeah, on yeah, you yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. real professional man yeah, and then yeah. you changed it up i kind of like that man you Put like ten years. You took ten years off. Of you, oh, absolutely. Man. Shaving, shaving the mustache. Well, I'm, in, I'm in the rap game. You right. know what I'm saying. So I mean, you know, I had to adapt. You know what I'm saying. Um, and, and 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 really, you know, it, it, it was more so for me um, at that time. And it's it's funny. My album's called Ascension. Um, it really wasn't like to even take ten years off. You know, I was at a time in my life where I was just going through a lot of you know personal issues. You know what I'm saying. So it was like what, a, what kind of issues, man? Um, you know, it was it was kind of. Um, you know, I was dealing with a certain level of, um, I guess you would say, um, success, and I wasn't really, really prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, what I mean, it was like it was a, in terms of what kind of success? I mean, like you know, people getting at me, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I did a song called "Lost in a Virtual Reality," and this is the first time I really talked about this. Um, like my success was online. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was getting all this online Internet celebrity. Internet celebrity, right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, real life, I'm not getting that type of love. You know right. what I mean? Like, real, <laughs> real life is like job and, you know what I mean, family and all this stuff. And so Bills I started... piling up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I started to kind of like... isn't it piss... Doesn't it piss you off me when that internet currency don't pay no bills? I'm, I'm, it's funny. No, nah, I mean, yeah, but it was, it was more so... Like the internet and that that um, it, it became like more important to me than like real life. Mm. And when I when I really like realized it, I was like, yo, like what's going on? I really had to like I went offline for like three months mm. and just you know like fasted, you know, got back to my spirituality, got back to myself. So me shaving was more so me saying like I'm going through this transformation. And then when I like came back, you know, now you know it's like 
it's, it's in perspective for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's funny because I would be worrying about like, well, how many views the video got and how many, how many comments, how many people, you know, this is what I worry about. And then we said, you know what, you know, me and Dice, like, we just going to make good music and right. put it out. Right. And the, the next song we put out was what if the Tea Party was black and mm. then it goes viral and it gets more hits than we ever have. And then like, you know, I'm at a point now where we're actually able to make money. And and I'm able to be a full time artist. I'm a, I'm able to travel to New York City because through your show, through your tours and your shows and the whole nine. Right. Well, also too, like the videos we make, you know, uh, are, are you know we educational. We right. educating people, right. and so because we're well known activists in Pittsburgh, people from the foundations kind of approached us and said, you know, we can help you all as artists. You know what I'm saying? And so we actually got, got get grants to do the videos that we do. So you know we That's actually nice, are fun. Man. Yeah. So I mean. Coming down here, and then you know, it's like coming down here. It's like a business trip. You know what I'm saying? So we got paid for it. You know, we write it off and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so um, we also started a new media academy in Pittsburgh. Are these grants um, paying uh, internet radio shows too? I mean, you know, know, I I mean, I think you got educational (laughs) to speak positive images. You might, you might have to have me on a couple more. You know what I mean? Show. Yeah, I need some of that grant money. We also started a a media academy because we started, you know, having success creating these online videos and blogging and doing those type of things and getting paid to do it. So now. We got a group of young people. We went, you know, went to a, a black museum in Pittsburgh called the August Wilson Center, as well as Heinz Foundation, and said, "Look, we want to teach young black men um, to create our own media because we're always being negatively portrayed in the media." Always. And so we just really started that. So now we got a group of young people that we really training, and you know, now we got One Hood Media, where we've had people come to us because of the success that we've had in creating videos to say, "Well, man, we got a campaign. Why don't you create a video for us?" And so just out of you know, being a, you know, an artist that use your talents and gifts to help, you know what I'm saying, move, you know, more positivity in our community, all these other opportunities came through it, man. And so it's really been a blessing, man, you know. So let's let's talk about Jasiri the artist, man. Yeah. How do you feel about the art form, man? Um, I, I would say it's the best of times and the worst of times. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, probably at the time where, you know, it's the most... You know, dumbed down hip hop. You know, it gets is that the record companies can put out. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, um, you know, the content. I mean, the most like popcorn. You know what I'm saying? Uncreative. But at the same time, it's like the wild, wild west. It's like a, you know, right now, if you can create a strong enough buzz. You know what I'm saying? You you had mentioned our future earlier. I mean, they just start doing stuff totally against. You know what the norm was, and they was able to create so much of a buzz that they was able to really like. It's like artists are signing labels now. That's vice versa. Like they signed right. the label, right? Not not the label coming to sign them. Right. And so um, we have because we have social media and you know Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube. We can create our video, we can put it online, and if we get enough attention from doing that, now we can put ourselves in a position where then the labels come to us and we can get a better deals as artists. So our future signs and control some, your content. And control, right? They sign a deal where they have creative control and they can put out albums as they want to, man. And so to me, that's really like the future of music right now you know what i'm saying so that's great and so i think you're going to see more creativity coming up and then i mean it's so much going on in the world i mean damn tell you i mean come on we arguing about Ciroc and great goose and all this come on man Team great goose man people great people goose getting, gang. come on man 
Really? I'm, no, I'm no, just no, saying. I, I know what you're saying. So as times get harder, I think people are going to look more and more for artists that are saying and speaking to what people are really going through, man. And I mean, the majority of the people ain't popping bottles, man. The majority of the people is no. just getting by, you no. know what I'm saying, and struggling, and it's getting worse, you know what I'm saying? And so I think you're going to see artists like myself, you know what I'm saying, my, my brother D1, you know what I'm saying, mm. um, out of New Orleans, who I just who was actually on the show. He was actually oh, D1 show. was here? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. He, oh, yeah. He, we had homie. him rhyming in the cypher with Sean Price, man. Yeah. You know, and he survived, man. Oh, so, come on, man. He, shout he, out to D1. Definitely. Let, let me ask you, man. I have these conversations a lot, man. I, you know, I've worked in the industry for years before I started doing this journalistic thing, man. Right. And, you know, I, I kind of hate the conversation when cats are saying that the corporations are controlling rap, like, like insidiously controlling rap, right. as opposed to the trend of where the music is. How right. do you feel about that, man? Well, I mean, I think that... I, I, I think it's I think it's both. I think that you know I mean you know you got an artist like Jay Electronica that showed that like if you put out something hot, you know what I'm saying that you can put yourself in a position where they're going to want to sign you because yeah. you created a strong enough buzz. But I think at the same time you have, you know you had a company like BT you know openly say like a little brother was too smart. Yeah. Their video is too or smart for the people. Or Killer Mike's video. Right, right. Not playing Killer Mike's burn. So I, I think I think you see, see see both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it really, I think if you look at like when it comes to like budgets, you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, a lot of times you see artists really put. They got the budgets, man. They greasing the the, the DJs. You know what I'm saying? That they 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 able to you know get their video on. They able to get all the ads in the magazine. A lot of times those are not artists. That are, are, are really have a message, and then also you have this underlying thing like conscious hip hop doesn't sell, but then Lupe Fiasco albums number one on the charts. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, I do see it turning. You know what I'm saying? And I see like more and more, even even the artists like J Cole. Even though you know, I felt like I wish they would have, you know, let him be more of him. You know what I'm saying? And you know, when I heard the workout song, I was kind of like, nah, right. man, come on. But um, even an artist like that who it gets signed because of the depth of his lyricism. I think that's where the, that's where the game is going back to, you know. So is every Jasiri X song going to be a message song? No, nah, you know, it's funny because my album Ascension is not really political. Right. Because, I mean, I always have a lane. I mean, anytime, you know, the, you know I'm, I'm, I'm with Paradise the Architect X Clan who directs the videos. Like, anytime we want to address anything political, I'll go write a song. You know, I mean, we, we did the I Am Troy Davis you know, we, Which is a great song, by the way. Oh, and thank I, you. I, I really want to thank you for that, man. Oh, man, man. Because I felt that that song, you know, even though it came out that the week that that tragedy happened, that right. that, that, that crime happened, right. um, it inspired a lot of people. No, man. I appreciate it. But, I mean, I, I wrote this song Sunday, shot the video Tuesday, had it out Thursday. So with my album, man, and it's, I'm, I'm working with a producer um, out of Vancouver named Religion who's, like, really a monster. So it's more like hip-hop. It's more like, you know, I, I explore different topics. So it's not like you're going to get it and it's going to be, like, everything a message because I have a lane for that. You know, so anytime something pops up, I mean, you might see another video. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think I'm going to surprise people. Like, the first single, um, it's called 21 Forever, something different than you've ever heard, heard me spit, man. Right. So um, I'd be interested to see how people, like... Respond to it, you know. So, you know, theoretical question, man. Somebody wants to do a song about women's rights. Yeah. And they want to shoot in the strip club with strippers. Right. Would you be Would you be involved with that, man? Nah. Nah. No strip song. No strip. Nah. Club. Nah. I mean, I mean, I think that, and, and and it's because like, 
what what I've been able to do, man, with like the type of hip hop that I create was create my own lane. Right. Like I have a lane, you know what I'm saying? And with that lane, I have a fan base, you know what I'm saying? That you know, I, I just did an interview with the Women's Media Center, mm. you know, and they're, they're they're like, man, they one of the things that one of the reasons I did the interview because they appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the type of music that I make. And uh, to me, if you want to see that, I mean, there's plenty of BET Uncut type right. videos. You can go on YouTube and see, like, a lot of asses shaking. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do that. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the type. I mean, yeah, I made a song called Just a Menstrual and a couple rappers was featured in it. You know what I'm saying? I probably would do it a little differently now. Um, you know, like my thing is, I don't, you know, if you want to listen to Walker Gucci, I don't have a problem with them brothers, man. Right. You know, and I, it's not like I don't want to see them successful, man. I, I'd rather see them doing that than being in the hood, you know what I'm saying, having to dodge gunshots. Right. But I just want to balance. I just, you know, play Walker and then play most deaf. Play, play Gucci, play a moral technique. Key, like, balance is key. give me a balance, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I always embrace all sides of it. The culture, the yeah. ignorance, as well as the aspirational and the positive. Absolutely. And you really don't see that balance. But, you know, I like what you just said. Is there, is there any types of possibility that you would do a song with Walker and Gucci and uh, Rick um, Ross and I mean, a Bonnie and Clyde song with you and Nicki? I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, somebody like Nicki Minaj, I mean, a lot of these artists are intelligent, man. Right. I mean, you know, I read like Gucci got like a, no, no, Gucci a college a, degree, Gucci. like a, a scholarship Gucci for like computer science. We did it. We did yeah. a feature on Gucci and his his GPA was 3.9. Right. So, I mean, but I would want to have a comment. Like, to me, let's first, let's sit down and talk. Right. You know of course. It has, it has to make sense. Yeah. And, and then, too, like, you know, my thing is, like, I mean, I understand, man. You know, I'm originally from South Side of Chicago. I mean, we're in Pittsburgh, man. A lot of people don't know Pittsburgh has the poorest black community in the country. Um, so I understand the hardships of living in the hood. I just get upset at the glamorization of that lifestyle like most you, livable city and a whole nine right, right. Not for whom but but don't don't like to me i get like i, I want to have a conversation about like the glamorization of a lifestyle mm. that man leads to death and prison man you know what i'm saying and so i do have an issue with that you know what i'm saying and it's like because i think that you're influencing people like to want to like hit the block not because they have to because they want to be cool and be in and right. they you know i'm carrying a glock and then that could really lead to man a lot of destruction and i mean you know if, if you talk to real gangsters i mean they don't have a lot of it's not happy stories that's you know not glorification saying? at all no no so that's it's cynical right so to me they throw some humor in it in terms of telling the story but yeah. it's not glamorized no so that's the t type of conversation i would want to have with certain artists man is like you know I'm not feeling that. And you know, and you, you know what? The, the, the youth definitely needs that because you know what it is? Like, there's plenty of ears out there for many different music. You right. know what I mean? Like, and, and I agree with what you said when you said that you created your own lane because you got to think of it in, in, in a special way. Um, this day and age, this generation that's coming up is, uh, you know, is influenced like heavily. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like on what people are doing even True. more than before. So what I'm saying that if you could, uh, you know, um, inspire them, you know, I'm not saying they have to be corny. But what I'm saying is if you could inspire them that, like, yo, like going to jail or shooting someone isn't the only option you have yeah. to music, like, you know. I think that's a good move because there's a lot of ears out there, and if somebody wants to listen to some hardcore stuff, they could do that. But if they want to listen to, you know what I mean? You, I think that you could really people like you and people like him could more balance the music that's out there. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you one of the dopest experiences today was like one of the reasons we did the Occupy Wall Street video because a friend of ours was running a live stream. 
So he's showing my videos during the live stream. You know what I'm saying? He was telling then people from Occupy Wall Street was commenting on my videos. And so I'm like, man, I need to do something, you know, to, to show solidarity with them. And then to go to Occupy Wall Street, I had people like, yo, that's just Siri X. Yo, yo, what's up, man? I love your music. You know what I'm saying? So it was almost like, okay, this was what's up. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like you said, man, it's a it's another group, man, that's looking for something more inspirational. And really, like I said, man, you know, my thing, like, Getting back to your question, would I do a song with Walker, Gucci, Rick Ross, and all? If we speak the truth, right. if we like all put the hands together and say, no, we're going to speak the truth, not, you know what I'm saying, the, the hip hop fantasy rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's speak the truth. You know what I'm saying? And if we agree to do that, I'm down to do a song with anybody. What are you listening to these days, man? Man, I mean, you know, besides myself, <laughs> my album trying to perfect it, but, um, Definitely, man, checking for, um, you know, that new Nas was hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, J Electronica's hot. You know what I'm saying? But also, like, D1, Wise Intelligent. You know what I'm saying? You know, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, Bob Marley, you know. Everything. Everything. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, one thing that also impressed me about you is that you're not only vocal about racial injustice, but it seems that you're really vocal about, you know, any types of injustice right. that, 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 that require you know something to be to, required to, to, that that needs to be addressed yeah you know for example this this occupy wall street is not necessarily you know racial injustice is really just a you know a injustice against humanity right? true true but i mean the reality is like you know uh we did an interview with BT when we was down there, which was funny. He was like damn BT's down here occupy wall street right um and it's like to me i feel like i have more of an involvement in it because i mean you know, they down there with signs like they mad about 9.1 employment, but black youth unemployment's over 50%. Over 50%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at our community, you talk about a, a foreclosure crisis. We yeah. got straight up abandoned buildings, man, mm-hmm. all through our communities. And so, to me, I feel like, you know, the poverty is so bad in our community. We have more of a, um, a, a stake in, in, in even Occupy Wall Street, you know what I'm saying, and getting economic justice for our community. So, um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking for the whole part of the move, but I'm also there representing, you know, a, a, a group that I feel and, and, and trying to make sure, like, yo, when you if, if some economic justice comes, like we not last in the economic justice line, you know what I'm saying, as, you know, as black people. So, um Tell us about what what is a Jasiri X show like, man? Oh man, it's live, man. It's, it's definitely not like all political. You know what I'm saying? But you, you know, got, you got the groupies too. You got the Jasiri X groupies. <laughs> I know, I know, you got the groupie groupie love. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You you want to you want to speak to that architect? You know what I'm saying? But more so, like you know, X Clan, um, and and it, it's really like it's almost it's funny because it's like a history, you know. You see it like, you know, I guess we were talking about some magazine had the 100 most influential hip-hop albums and no X-Clan albums. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, crazy. Like, to the East Blackwoods. I mean, you had classic music. It's my brother to the East. Yeah, but you definitely, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be hot. It's going to be a lot of, um, you know, I'm an MC, man. Right. You know, um, coming from the vein of, like, you know, Karis One. And, I mean, so it's going to be a lot of crowd control, crowd participation. But, you know, it's also going to be some lessons in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to stop and talk and, you know, share with you my story. And, you know, I might recommend, you know, some to read or something like that so i mean you're definitely going to go away with it with more than just i heard some good raps right. you know what i'm saying hopefully you come away with it with like you know more enlightenment one more question man what is going on right now in our society what is going on man because i'm gonna tell you i was in um belgium three years ago this is when uh, george bush was still in office right right um and i had a young belgian cat 
who was really ice grilling me throughout the whole trip. And I was like, what's the problem? He's like, well, you Americans, you travel, and you talk about how you're not supporting George Bush, but he's been there for two terms. So what you're saying is basically bullshit to me. Because, wow. you know, here in Belgium, if we're not, you know, in Europe, if we're not for something, we're going to go in the streets. True. And, you know, the, the adage that I, that I learned when I was overseas is that, you know, in most other countries, the government is afraid of the people. Absolutely. But here it seems like the people are afraid of the government. Well, I mean, and, and, and I, think, I think now, you know, like, you know, I was telling, you know, when I was at Occupy Wall Street today, I mean, 30,000 people show up. I don't know how, you know, I'm saying, like, how are they going to stop this? Right. Because if you come in with the police, you know, it's police brutality tonight. Like, that just gives more. Oh, you got the, you got the video right there on YouTube. That just gives more attention to Occupy Wall Street. Right. And that means, like, instead of two times as many people come down, ten times as many people coming down. So, and, but it, then if you just let it go, then it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Now, and somebody so, mentioned yeah. it was a, a, a Occupy... Boston. I, somebody just said Occupy, right? Occupy Manchester. Occupy uh, no, Toronto. Toronto. Occupy Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's October fifteenth. San Francisco. Yeah. So it's really serious, right? Yeah. Now. So I, I think that people are like that message that you got. I think people are saying like, and I think you know, like somebody like me, man. Like you know, I was I was riding for Obama, man. I was organizing, man. You know, we was you know I was putting videos out. You know what I'm saying? As, as we all did, man. Yeah, as we all did. And I think we saw that, like, well, man, it's not a political solution. Like the right. solution is not going to come from because he can only but do yeah, but so much, man. right? I mean, right. The, some beneficent politician is not going to give us justice or nah. some congressman. We're going to have to take it ourselves. And it's just like you said, like that person said, if we want it, we're going to have to take it. But we're going to have to be willing to make sacrifices. And we talked to some, you know, black and brown people. That I was on the Brooklyn Bridge and got arrested. And, you know, I'm with Paradise the Architect, X-Clan, and the Black Wives Movement. They took the Brooklyn Bridge twice, you know what I'm saying, with Sonny Carson, you know what I'm saying? Uh, may God be pleased with him. And so, you know, I think that that's the type of attitude that's coming back around. And I think as you see that come back around, you're going to see the change of the music go back around with it because every movement needs a soundtrack, you know what I'm saying? And I think you're going to see more artists begin to say, hey, so we saw, you know, we go to Occupy Wall Street and there's Rebel Diaz, they down there, you know what I'm saying? They saying Immortal Technique is going to be performing Saturday at Occupy Wall Street. Um, and Democracy Now! did a whole thing about hip-hop artists in Occupy Wall Street. So I think as you see more of these things happen, we're going to see a change in the United States and then a change in the music. And really, the world is changing, man. So the, world is the, changing. the Arab Spring, they said now it's the American fall. Or what, what was it? <laughs> Our fall now. And it's, it's changing, man. And so I think it's for us. I would say, man, even if you don't like, you know, you might like, yo, I ain't going down. I ain't getting arrested. Um, man, support it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because, I mean, we all the ninety nine percent, man. We definitely not the one percent. No, we I, definitely not hey, that. Hey. And I mean, they got they got enough, man. It's, I mean, it's time. It's, we got to get ours, right? You know. Um, anybody got questions? Because I definitely want to. Before we end the show, man, I definitely, you know, we got all this talent. In the I mean, we need to get Seize back in here and yeah, get this going. Let's yeah, definitely yeah, get Seize yeah, back yeah. in here. Read the hallway. No let's homo. Have, let's have a little cypher, man. Let's listen. Yeah, yeah. you, know, you know what it is? We got to get Seize. I mean, we they get robbed from can, us. Can you, like, get, can you get Seize, Pete? Uh, yeah, yeah. Get Seize. Let's, let's, let's make this happen, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell, us, tell us about your record, man. Um, it's called Ascension, man. It's, it's, it's produced entirely by, um, religion. So it's like Jasiri X and religion. And I mean, it's like, it's real hip hop, man. I mean, his, his beats are real unique. You know what I'm saying? I mean, coming from Canada, 
Um, it's just, it's just different, but it's a real hip hop project. And I mean, it's just, like I said, it's a lot of different topics, man. I think people who are used to hearing me just spit like, you know, political hip hop are going to be like pleasantly surprised, man, at like a lot of the concepts I do. So it's concept heavy, man. Um, but it's also just lyricism, man. So, um, I'm probably going to release, um, uh, um, I, I've been doing a lot of features and stuff, so I'm going to hey, release. Where, where uh, can people find this record, man? Um, it's going to be on Wandering Works Entertainment. Um, it's supposed to come out either, um, end of November, December, you know, possibly at the top of the year, but, um, you know what I'm saying they'll they'll be able to find it iTunes and you know everywhere else you know what I'm saying hopefully in your storage you know what I'm saying so you know we'll see but it, I mean it's a dope it's a dope record man and so I like I said I'm more so I can't wait for people to hear it because right. I know it's different than what people like are expecting you know what I'm saying and so I shot the first video um, a couple weeks ago for the first single man going to Vancouver to shoot a couple more videos and so you know when they come out man we'll see how the people react. Industry-wise, man, what's been the biggest surprise in terms of the support you're getting? Like, who supporting you? Like, for real? This cat? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I guess recently, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I got, um, I got like, a tweet from Brother Ali, mm. you know what I'm saying, who, I mean, to and me. And I like that like, brother's work, man. Oh, man, he's, to me, he's one of the hottest MCs in the right. game. And just was saying, like, yo, man, I'm feeling everything you do. You know, if you ever need anything, any help from me, anything from me, like, you got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just had, like, you know, uh, Ryan Fest hit me up, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's connect, let's build, you know what I'm saying? And so we're, we're kind of, you know, you know, getting in that, you know, Killer Mike, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I like his stuff, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm, I'm definitely, like, you know, the, the name is buzzing and people are hearing about me and, and, and checking me out. And so... I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's, 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 it's dope. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely a dope feeling that people that you love and respect. I mean, Chuck D, you know what I'm saying, just kind of hollered at me, you know, put one of my songs on the show. And it's like, yo, this Chuck D, man. This is like, you know, it's one of the reasons that I, I rap right now. I was man. reading about that, man. Chuck really inspired you to really go in this direction. Oh, absolutely. Or, or, rap, or rap in general. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it wasn't for public, I mean, I wouldn't have known who Men's Farrakhan was once public right. enemy, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, definitely. And to me, like, you know, somebody was saying that today, that they were, like, sad that, like, that, you know, no, this was, yeah, this was yesterday. This was, like, a guy, he was, like, a, a middle-aged white guy. And he, we was at, we were at this Take Back the American Dream conference in D.C., and he stood up like, yo, I got politicized because of P.E., and he was like, I'm sad that, like, young people today don't have, don't have that. those groups. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they can get, you know, really inspired to learn more about what's going on in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, fill that, fill that gap. You know what I'm saying? And if, if, if I'll be the only one, that's cool because, you know, that's my lane. And I'll be able to, you know, just like you said, tour and do the type of things, you know, that, that, uh, and, 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 and have success because of it. Right. Where, where's, where's C's at, man? What's what's he's doing, Pete? What's going on? Don't you give man, you, you know, you know when, when the uh, Dominicanos and the Puerto Ricans they get together, <laughs> Yo, man. They want to rob man. shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, listen, that's what we do. You know, the choppers, slim gyms. Yeah, you know what on, I mean? Hold on for a second, man. Keep talking, man. Let me pull this dude oh, in for a second, man. Gotta hit the cipher up. You know? Um, you want to say 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 a few words, Dice? Huh? Only if you have a question for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You doing you doing a great job. Okay, okay, cool. Doing what you do, bro. I wish we had uh can we film this? 
<laughs> combat just went to the other side of the, the, yeah, the classic, spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, uh, the, we overtime. You, you know what's so? Yeah, we definitely talking. overtime. But you, you know what's crazy about Ur- sh- Urban Latino Radio? Sh- I mean, shout to them. But you know what's so great about them? We bring mad guests here and they rob them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Straight next Jack. week, next week you see the same guest we had on their show. I'm like, damn, their hustle's hard. Oh. You know? Wow. Oh. Shots fired. <laughs> damn. Over the bow. It <laughs> <laughs> might have been a direct hit. Ready? Sees they kidnap you. Sees. Sees they kidnap you. How dare they? How dare you kidnap Sees? Combat Jack show overtime overdrive. You know what I mean? Internet. I'm gonna show you something. It's about to go down. It's about to go down. It's a cipher. We get the cipher situation. How you how you dug the uh, BT cipher? You saw that atrocity. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> How do you get on the BET? I guess that's that's always my questions. When I see people, I be wondering like, what's the? How do they? Pick what's the criteria? criteria? Yeah, what's the process? Like, you know what I mean? I think it's the the people that approves the cats underneath that suggest. I think those people there's a conflict there. Some somewhere. Uh, yeah, I have I a mean, huge uh, problem with that. Right All right, so we got the Serie X. Azad Wright, Little Seas, Brooklyn, Cali, Pittsburgh by way of Chi-Town. That's like, we just missing like the South right now, you know what I mean? We got Ben Amin, Houston, right? Yeah. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Feel free, whoever. Feel free, whoever. Yeah, yeah, y'all rhyming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got it. Look, I got it. It's so odd. I can't get a job. Maxed out credit cards. Overdraft on my debit card. Ah, uh, yeah. Look. One time. Can we turn up a little bit. The beat. Look. You could hear it in my slang. I be West Coasting with a hustle like Russell. I'm a deaf poet. My dude said I should consider being less open. Rapper by how I be leaving bitches' necks broken. They looking at me when they with they man. Cause this time next summer I be in demand. Damn. So I don't worry about a motherfucker talking Cause they do it so motherfucking often Look what I've accomplished on my own From the closet in my home John smoked me out, now I'm copping him a zone Cause he deserves to get high in our downtime And as long as the beat's hot, the sound fine Keep grinding cause I really got something to prove I keep smiling cause I really do love what I'm doing I keep wildin' cause there really ain't nothing I'm losing I'm too disciplined to ever slip up in the music All the things that Ooh, yeah uh-huh. so, Am I on one? Did y'all hear me? You all right? Is level's yeah. good? Is level's good? My level's yes, good? Yes, 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 yes Alright, it goes like this Listen All guts, all glory the daddy wore bucks of war stories. Caddy tour bus, 
going Cali, your bus four in the morning. The weather forecast, more storming. I'm pushing through the birth canal, head first, squirting out. Take your first breath of life and tell me what's your purpose now. I'm a computer evangelist with candles lit. Transmit through your bandwidth. Analysts on your panels in the white tee and Stan Smith's street corner fashion on the slopes of Aspen. Rifle scope blasting at the coach and the captain. Stay close to the action. Investigative journalists give the beat mouth to mouth resuscitating murder it tighter than the tourniquet lighter that be burning shit in seconds lose your worldly possessions lighten your burning quicks fascinating rap creations selling crack to satan the holy ghost got my package waiting what Woo! my time my time season late oh uh, check it i check it hey yo hey yo and hey, yo, I know where they get it at, wherever they get it at. Hugging or they pitching that, blood or they cripping that. I know how to mix with that, just show me where the kitchen at. Call me whatever you want, as long as I get a stack. I was told to keep it on your mind like a fitted hat. Stack it and never bring the money where your bitches at. Soon as they smell the cheese, you can always sniff a rat. DEA, back to back, FBI, after that. Me, I'm in the cut in the suburban with a new Slut, low with a fat ass blunt, getting goosed up. Niggas stay throwing you packs, getting you souped up. Chewy jeans smothered the Louie, that's cause they boot cut. Blowing on that cush with the haze and the vanilla Dutch. Getting money's never a problem, we always live it up. Niggas can't tell me nothing if they don't get enough. Only once getting that paper, you know that crew is us. Yo, 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 the Combat Jack Show. Oh, we got X, we got Izad Wright, and we got Lil Seeds. Yo, you know what time it is, man. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. This is a great show. Combat Jack, my man. It's a great show, man, for real, man. I love the fact, man, that we had so many different uh, perspectives, man, and, you know, that you brothers were able to come together and spit, man. You know, you guys are always invited on the show, man. You, you live in Brooklyn, man, so you, you know, should be here almost every every other week, man. You know what I'm saying? Sound, right? whenever you, know you, you in town. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Where can people find you at, man, on, on Twitter, man? Uh, you, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at Little C's, L-I-L-C-E-A-S-E. And that's me that retweet, that reply. It's nobody that does mine for me. I work for myself. <laughs> no, no auto-tweets? Yeah. Nah, no auto-tweets. I don't do those every other hour tweeting the same shit. Nah, that's me working my BlackBerry to death. Nah, I noticed in your that's rap... That's why my trackball fucked up. Yeah, I noticed in your rap you said Grey Goose, right? GGG. Right. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> no, no shots. No shots fired. Nah, nah, nah. We got love for Diddy. Come on, I fuck with Ciroc too. Always, always. I fuck with just liquor. It don't matter. <laughs> Yo, Azad, where can the white, find you, right. man? Azad Wright, you can just do uh, at A-Z-A-D-R-I-G-H-T. Azad Wright. And, and, and best of luck to you, man. You know, Thank you. I appreciate that. Salute, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Jasiri, man. Um, I'm at Jasiri underscore X. That's J-A-S as in Sam, I-R-I underscore X. Get at me. Now, let me ask you a question. I want to ask you a question, man. Why yeah. is it historically, it seems, in terms of like... <laughs> he knows what I'm asking. What is it, man, about you light skinned brothers, man, that be spitting all of this truth, man? What, what's go, what's in the water, man? I, I, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, it's funny because, uh, you know, my mom is, is, is lighter than me, straight hair, you know what I'm saying? And just, she raised me in a, in a, in a pro black household. I mean, Jasiri's my given name. Like, right. people are like, oh, you became Muslim and changed. Nah, Jasiri's my given name. So, I don't know, man. Like, all I got is 
blame my moms, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> now, it's interesting because my wife is, um, her dad is African-American and her mother's Chinese. Mm-hmm. And she, I've never met anybody, like, she's really helped me in terms of, like, my views, in terms of, like, injustice and race. But one of the things that helps her see things differently is, like, she'll walk into a place and because she's, you know, looks a certain way, she'll receive a certain tr- type of treatment. Absolutely. Which is like A+. Plus. Yeah. And then the next day she'll walk in with our three sons or with me, and it's a whole different treatment. Wow, and she gets wow, real wow. indignant, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's just interesting, man. You light, know. light skin's back, man. You know what I'm saying? No, well, I mean, you know what, man? Let's <laughs> <laughs> listen. Light skin back. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, light skin's a new black. But yo, sissy, brothers, man, this has been a great show, man. And Appreciate I definitely nah, wish definitely, definitely, the best man. Thanks for, for all of y'all, me, man. man. You know what I'm saying? Ben Hameen, shout outs before we end the show. As always, shout out to please don't stare.com. Shout out to my man Breezy the Kid in here, a what kid up, named Henny, L-O-Y-C. Um, shout out to everybody. I got to say this real quick who downloaded a cuffing season, my latest mixtape. It's available on please don't stare.com. Shout out to Miss LS for supporting. Um, shout out to Porter's Head for that show last night. That show was crazy. There you go. What's up, Pete? Oh, man, this was, this was a, Another great show, you know? Yo, we went through a whole episode without both of you talking about your jail stories. Right? Yeah, I mean... I we mean, went through a whole episode without no jail stories. I mean, That's I, a beautiful thing right there, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. You know, sometimes you need to uh, educate and, and let people know, you know, what, what was the deal and what was going on. But for me, personally, I, it's great to see C's here. I mean, uh, you know, I was telling them before, you know, when you grow up in Brooklyn and you're one of them Brooklyn dudes that, like, you'll fight for Brooklyn. You know, that when you used to go to Cancun and shit like that, like, they knew you were from Brooklyn. Like, you know, it's crazy how people think you have an accent from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like where, you know. Well, I, you, you do have an accent from Brooklyn. Yeah, I know, I'm just saying. So, you know. <laughs> so what the hell are you talking about? Not, <laughs> I never heard of an accent from Brooklyn. So it's kind of funny. For real? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Meaning, like, I've been hearing this since I was going to Cancun since I was 19. You know, I'm 36. Point that I'm trying to make is that, like, no, nah, I'm saying, like, you know, I, I think of accents. I think of, like, people right. speaking with all an right. accent. Regardless right. of that, man. All right, all right. You speak with an accent to them. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but regardless of that, man. We be thinking they got an accent. They be looking at When we walk away, they be like, damn, you got a messed up accent. <laughs> Yo, Preezy, you good, man? Yeah, yeah, sure. Respect the shooter. You, what's going on? The shooter. What's up, man? What's up? What's up, people? Um, at Breezy the Kid. Shouts, please don't stare. Shouts to um Delaware. You know everybody listening. Shouts to y'all. Keep on supporting. That's about it. Keep on supporting, Matt Raz. New video, Mayhem Loren, Silkshirt Ambassador, myself and Tommy Moss. Put it out. Please check it out. You directed it, or I did. Thank you. It's got got a bu- bunch of different uh, exclusive low shit. Basically, mayhem showing off his whole his whole collection. What, what, what you drop it? Uh, came out today. Okay, excellent. I gotta check it out. Super producer, A King. Shout out to uh, Marcus Marcus Respect. He just dropped something new today with Action Bronson. Oh, where? They dropped that um on the scene on Nile right. I gotta check Two that out. Man. I've been out the loop, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was trying to get it on earlier, but you know we had all this awesomeness in the room. So uh, maybe next week. There you go, next you week, know. man. Let's but definitely do that. But other than that, salutes. Salutes to everybody in the room. Combat Jack Show. Like Premium said, another another one in the books, man. You know what time it is, man. Yo, uh, dream them dreams and then man up and live them dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Blah. Blah. All right. <laughs>